Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Not bad. Wow. Not bad. A little early. It's last minute. You reminded me. I almost forgot. I think Tony would be proud. Good morning, everybody. On this uh, Tuesday of no tank tops. Oh, damn. You guys are out there. They are. Okay. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Didn't mean to forget those. Oh, just got a tank top underneath. Are you wearing three layers today? Yeah, Ah. it's freezing in here, man. Yeah, but the T-shirt doesn't help with the warmth. You don't think so? It's a layer. I got it. There are the tank tops. Donnie? Nah, man. Sorry. Solidarity, buddy. Yeah, no. I, I've told you about this. Well, I've said this on the air, not specifically to you guys. I probably shouldn't have started this sentence. I have really go we- on. <laughs> I have really weird armpit hair, and like what? I just, I just cannot do a tank top. It does not look right. Can you show us? What do you mean weird yes. armpit hair? Come on, it's, show it's hair. It's, it's but it's it's like very, show us, show us, it's show very us. bushy. Like it, Here, I'll show you a, mine. You show me yours. No, Is it like it's, uh, like it, a pubic uh, hair consistency? But, no, not Patrico, really. Patrico no. shaves his for the yeah, same reason. Yeah, did you know Tony shaves? his now and i oh, trim, yes. and i trim mine because i mean mine's insane mine pops out all over the place it's i have disgusting. mine braided that's why <laughs> <laughs> so see that's why mine's I can't. a piece mine's a piece actually show jeff it's fake come on show jeff. i won't tell yeah, what you got well no show i mean jeff. i don't jeff like come on. i mean it's just us here yeah no i mean it's just us girls <laughs> oh my god no i'm kidding why do you gotta do that no, I'm just it's kidding. just it's a lot yeah, no, i mean there's a lot in there but you're a dude <laughs> man yeah i mean i'm a hairy fella man what can you do you know what i mean but yes what that's why do? that's well wax weathering. yourself <laughs> i could wax yourself yeah i could but i'm I'm not gonna do that. i don't remember from that time where we all br- and you were we were in with you and or you were in with us and we all took our shirts off i can't remember if you were a hairy chested man or not Yo, oh very much so I, I think that day we were all trying to avoid eye contact oh, as much yeah, as possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just looking you right it in was the for charity the guys yeah it was. <laughs> right. 
I kept saying, I'm up here, Jeff. <laughs> up here, up here. Oh, uh, man, there's a bunch of talk about today. Well, Patrico's out still. He'll be back uh, Monday. But he has to choose the punishment for the next real or fake competition, which begins today. And uh, I guess we'll get him on the phone. We'll talk about it a little bit and set the punishment for this brand new competition. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. To see weeks uh, week one's cans and beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, wow. Have you seen? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Have you seen? Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. And no rings, so that's good. Wowie, wowie. Are <laughs> oh, you talking about picture number two? No, the first one. She never ring on, did she? I don't know if her hands are in the photo. I think she has one. I thought her left was in it. Let me see. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, there is one hand. Ah, that's a selfie. I'm talking that's about, a right hand. I'm talking about this one. There's definitely a ring on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's a big ring, yeah. That's a big rock on that. It's always weird when real or fake comes up in my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. like like when Mary brings it up or, or, or something, and she's always, like, so convinced that I, that I, like, study these pictures every week, and I give them, like, a, you know. You give them a once-over. I give them a once-over, but I don't, like... You know, I don't know. I don't spend like a lot of time with them. It's a little bothersome that she thinks that I do, like that well, I study them. Again, Wait, you're you a guy, and right. they are boobs. Like she's worried about it? No, I don't. Th- no, she's not worried about she's it. Not anything she's, oh, oh no, 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 no. She's, she's she's very confident. She's poking at me. You know ah. what I'm saying? But uh, well, and you're right. These are fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> now stop looking. at them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're only allowed to look at them five second spurts, and that's it. All right, and then on. stop looking. <laughs> That's it. Uh, King Scott serving out his punishment currently with uh, Carl, the Vatican. You know what? And I started thinking about this when he came into the office today carrying it because every time I've seen him carry it, he's car- he's he's lugging it or dragging it on the right side over here. And I was curious if your muscles are being affected by it. Like, do you have like if you go out and golf, you don't mm-hmm. always golf. Those certain muscles are going to be sore. Do you have you have sore muscles from Carl? No, I don't. I've been switching up though. I do mm. left and right. Yeah, it's not. It's not a light thing. Even. No. Uh, two things of note. Uh, you have a couple days left, so yeah. you still have to go out to the dinner. Yes. I overheard King Scott talking to the boss about expensing the dinner. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. Well, I want to know how nice I can make this, you know. And you were given the green light. Yeah. Your, his only thing was don't tip over twenty percent. The company doesn't like that. <laughs> Really? That, that was, was the only great. stipulation. Yeah, that was the, only <laughs> the company doesn't like that. Don't tip anything over 20%. Quote, the company doesn't like that. Why does yeah, our company funny. not like that? I mean, that's okay. That's a rule. But... <laughs> Listen, there's a couple rules around here that were pretty much like thrown in our face immediately when we got here. Uh, rule number one is don't swim in the fountain. Don't touch the fountain outside. Yeah. That was the first thing they told us. That was serious business. They said, do not do anything in that fountain outside. Rule number two, drones are not allowed. No drones. This company has a strict no drone policy. Mm-hmm. Very serious. Very serious. Wow, I had, not, I had no idea uh-huh. about that. What, were you planning to jump in the fountain and film it from above? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. There no, goes no, our I'm... Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> oh, man. So no drones. Remember that conversation? Oh, my goodness. Multiple times. Multiple times. We even try to work around, but nope, no drones. Yeah, sold. Ah, 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 ah. No. <laughs> and now rule number three: 
don't tip over 20%. <laughs> the company doesn't like that. Uh, that's all right. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. So where are we thinking? Do you have a couple ideas? I do have a couple, but I'm not set in stone yet. So also, I was going to ask the listeners out there if they have any great ideas to let me know. Because I definitely uh, am up for like I know I know some pretty decent restaurants around here. Yeah, we talk yeah. about like three to thirty uh, every I know. day. Yeah. That's the problem. We talk too much about. I it. I mean, no, hell, man. There's one next door to go us to here. Applebee's. Go oh, to El Blago. Yeah, you want to go to El Blago? <laughs> I'm on. sure they'd be down with it. <laughs> They're gonna El kick your ass out. <laughs> Although that, they're big fans down there. You did so. just uh, El Blago. You did just miss uh, Mannequin Monday, though. That was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Where every mannequin gets a discount. That's right. Darn it. Is that the spot right below us? <laughs> yeah, the Italian oh, okay. joint. Mannequins eat for free. It's really weird. Yeah, I've never been you ever there been there? No, no, it's good. It's good. They're big fans down there, too. Okay. I saw it when I was so, in the fountain. that's out. <laughs> El Blago is out. Oh, because they're fans, yes. they're fans. They're out. Good. We'll go to the judges on that. <laughs> I think that might have been a no. Out. No. Come on, man. It's got to be a surprise. Okay. So I won't say any names then on air, I guess. Go but, to like a... I got a couple ideas. I'll, I got a couple ideas, I'll, too. I'll write them down. Okay. Uh, the other point I want to bring up is uh, Carl, uh, the mannequin, and King Scott, uh, they were at a funeral yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we how's this possible two in a week? Funeral or wake? It was a wake. A wake. Oh, it was yeah, a wake. I think okay. I know who it was then, yeah. Oh, no, you know who it was. Yeah, okay. Remember, that was one of the things where it was allowed to keep allowed to keep it in the car was a somebody dying. And uh, video, video Ben's grandfather passed away. And King Scott brought Carl the Mannequin to the wake. Yeah. Inside? No, I did okay. not bring it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although he said if it had been just, because it had already opened to the public, but had it been still the private wake, he said his family's huge fans of the show, so they would have gladly have allowed him in there, but... Tony <laughs> 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 just smacked us in the I appreciate fandom. I, I yes. do. I, I very much do. But don't we have to draw a line somewhere? You know yeah. what? At my wake, I'm, I'm, I, it's okay. Yeah. 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 Bring it's okay. Mine too. It's all right. Open to dummies of all kinds. I, yeah. <laughs> no, we went out to the parking lot because uh, Ben wanted to see it. And then I think also to get outside for a little bit because he'd been there all day. And his mom and dad came out to see the mannequin. And then he had a couple more family members come out to view the mannequin out there. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, so wow. he brought it to a wake. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether you brought it inside or... No. Kept it outside. That's okay. Amazing. Yeah, right. when he told me he was going, I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be awesome. You got to get pictures if that's not weird." You know, outside he's like, "I'm not bringing it in," and that that's when I completely forgot that that was a rule, that was an exception made. Yeah. And I was like, "Yes, you are. You have to." There was, was an exception <laughs> made for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Carl standing up at the casket would have. I mean, yeah. If you're in the shot. receiving line, I don't care if you're a big <laughs> fan or not. Yeah. Have if you you're think, in the receiving, have you thought line. about putting a wheels on the bottom? <laughs> Ooh, some Heelys. Yeah, that's I mean, a good idea. I mean, that's just that is that's a just great. handy. Get a little rope and pull. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So you brought Carl the mannequin to a wake. Perfect. Mm. That is. It's our show, guys. It's a wake and a date, and you're going to be over. That's our show. I'm done. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> yeah, that's our. That's show. our show. I'm glad he's got a hat on today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does get cold in here. Yes. Well, it's yeah. down a little far right now. <laughs> Boy, he's got half a head. So. So you have until Friday to carry that thing around with you. So yeah. you're. You're well on your way, pal. Any adversity so far? 
Like, did you oh. almost forget him, or like, were you somewhere and you almost left him, or any of that? No. Well, there's been a few times where you know you try to leave this room, and you're in a hurry to get in here, and you almost leave him. But yeah, yesterday we went to Trader Joe's, and when I was walking in, there was this older gentleman. <laughs> he, he was not keen on what he was doing. gave me the worst look I think I've ever had in I'm my scrum. life. Yeah. It was incredible. You're so you just said we're applying for a job. Oh, there was so many looks. Was that- he was he an unhappy man? You think? Like, generally? Um, he was after he saw a grown man with a mannequin walking He dressed into- like he didn't care. Yeah, but yeah. Y- you could look at somebody <laughs> and go, man, this guy is unhappy. No, right. it, it wasn't one of those. Yeah. It wasn't one of those. It was just an old guy, like, that, that saw something that surprised him that he didn't want to know part of. And it, it's, uh, first of all, Scott is a character. No, I know, I know. You know but what? you could, maybe he's, you know, one of these old guys going, ugh. Yeah, these the kids, kids nowadays kids with their mannequins and their right. Facebooks. Right. Well, he saw these me millennials. He saw me filming coming in behind him, so I think he was like, a, "Oh God, uh, what am I a part of? YouTube I should have stayed home." Another YouTube pranker. <laughs> oh, that's probably oh, yeah. Which, by the way, it made me uncomfortable enough. Granted, I I needed a nap anyway, but I walked in, and started filming. And I took a few pictures. I was like, "I gotta get out of here." Yeah, he wouldn't even get close to me doing right now. Did he engage you and ask you anything about it? No. Okay. He was the only one that didn't, though. Have we all been at Trader Joe's before? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Have you ever seen anybody unhappy in a Trader Joe's? That's a great question. No. I mean, not I think really. it's a pretty happy place. Yeah. I- including the workers. Including the workers. Yeah. I think they're pretty well compensated, from yeah. what I yeah, understand. Yeah, that's a good gig. Yeah, they got great from benefits. what I understand, I believe that the Trader Joe's employees are taken care of. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just always like the stores, and then there's a few things in there that are like kind of go-tos for us Great wine you know, section. every week. Great Coffee. wine section. Coffee, too. Yeah. Cheese, too. Um, that's all I'm, No, I'm asking you about the, the guy, his kind of disposition. I almost wonder if he had a grandson or something like that that's behaving oddly or unique, and he's really upset, and then he saw me, and it just reminded me of, like, oh, another, like, that guy's going through that. I bring this up because is it a, a Missouri thing to be happy or unhappy? What do you think? What's our disposition, happy or unhappy? And I have the answer, by the way. I think the easy uh, thing are, is, to, uh, is to say Are we a un- happy state or an unhappy state? Who, I think we're an ask? unhappy state. If I can be... Un? I, I do. Think, I, not I, just St. Louis, so. who, but think... Who do they ask? Do they ask Missourians or are they, uh, are they asking across the country? Wallet Hub, they do their annual list of the happiest states in, uh, happiest states in America. Okay, so that's probably... And they look, at, they look at a bunch of different factors, like mental health stats. They look at how much sleep people get. They look at... How safe each state is. They look at how many hours people work a day. And that's that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as breaking it down. I'll go with un then. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with happy. I'm gonna go with Don't gosh, darn think it, I wanna just go, St. Louis. I wanna go think happy. of the state. Yeah, Kansas City or not Kansas. Uh, there's a suburb in Kansas City that just got ranked like the best place to live in the country mm-hmm. or something. So if they're if they're if they're that- taking all that stuff, but I'm but I'm saying the reason that that was put in there is because of it was school districts, uh, pay. Is that enough to? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does that outweigh all the, s- the Ferguson the, type yeah, of stuff that everybody's had? And Jeff, does meth make you feel happy? Not really. Okay. Hmm. So if that does, then yeah, we're a very happy I, state. It's <laughs> true too. It's like, does the positive outweigh the negative? Well, know? three new states made the top ten as far as happy this year goes. So North Dakota, Idaho, and Maryland broke into the top 10 this year. Wisconsin, New Jersey, and New Hampshire fell out of the top 10. 
And for some reason, New Hampshire dropped from 10th all the way to 24th place. Wow. What's going on in New Hampshire? So where do you think the happiest place is? Uh, which state? Hawaii? Which state? Oh, not with the storms right now. Well, Hawaii. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. The happiest state The happiest state in 2018 is? California. Wow. New Texas. Mexico. New Mexico. Hawaii, yes. Yeah, I was right. right. I right. just yeah, pronounced it. That's pretty good. And then Utah. I, I can see, see that. that. <laughs> and then Minnesota. And then North Dakota. California made it. <laughs> Idaho. Maryland. Iowa. South Dakota. And... Yes! No. Nebraska. That's well done. We lost to Nebraska. well done. And the 10 least happy states are basically the same as last year. West Virginia is the least happy state in our union. The least happy. Followed by Arkansas. Louisiana. Alaska. Oklahoma. Alabama. Kentucky. Mississippi. Missouri! (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) And New Mexico. Such a a bummer, bummer, man. man. Yeah, dude. Uh, What's even stranger, I think uh, Arkansas is just happy to be on a list. Any kind. Yeah. Remember saying, like, hey, they said, they said our name. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we like, made it. I made it. <laughs> those states that everybody forgets about. Like, if you, like, even if you ran down, like, oh, think of all the states. I guarantee you, you're thinking Arkansas last five. <laughs> we uh, the last when when we met Jared Leto the last time at the Thirty Seconds to Mars Big Summer Show, they had played Arkansas the night before, and I was like, oh, well, where at in Arkansas? And he was like. I don't know, man. I don't think I know a city in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really want to. It's okay not There's to. Like, little they were just Rock unhappy there. Fayetteville and I've been Little there. Rock. Yeah, little I've Rock? A couple of, my little brother gradu- or, yeah, graduated from Little Rock, Arkansas down there. And I was down there a couple of times. Just, eh. yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. It just is. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think you're just taking up space? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it is one of the states that you always say, oh, yeah, and. Oh, yeah, Ar- Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, yeah, and Arkansas. Well, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about it because uh, I've had plenty of pleasant experiences state. there, too. Never been. It's beautiful down there. It really is. It, it, imagine, like, Ozark territory, you know, but bigger. Yeah. What's the What's the body of water that you can go? Is it Table Rock? You can get in there. Well, Bull Shoals. Bull Shoals. When it. we went to uh, Branson, uh, we noticed a lot of people from Arkansas. And Branson. Oh, they're easy to spot out? Yeah, I said, hey, I'm from Arkansas. Ah, sure is. Never met anybody from Arkansas. <laughs> don't forget us. Arkansas. That's what their shirt says. <laughs> Arkansas, don't forget us. Uh, Vermont is the safest state. Utah has the lowest divorce rate, highest volunteer rate, and shortest work days. New York and New Jersey and Hawaii are the best people in South Dakota get the most sleep. And people in Colorado get the most exercise. And uh, North Dakota had the highest income growth and lowest long-term unemployment over the past year. I think they're still they're still dealing with that oil boom up there. Yeah, I was just going to ask that if that's what that was, what that was from. Yeah, oil. Well, it's all. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> sorry. Oh, hills. <laughs> you're not in, you're not in New York no more. It's well, all. you know what was happening, and this is this is absolutely true is uh, all these guys were going up to North Dakota to work on the oil rigs. Yeah, that's right. Up there, and they were uh, shipping uh, strippers up there. I remember that. And huh. strippers were making a ton of money. Was there a, a documentary about money. that? Maybe I saw it on TV. Maybe yeah, somebody feel, Maybe somebody hmm. told me about that. I feel like we saw a special on it or something. Well, you guys know Corey that used to work in promotions here. Yeah. He, I think, is based 
Oh, yeah. In Fargo or something at this he's, particular point. He's one of the prostitutes, right? And he, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, he, I did that before I came back here. I was just going to say, he had said that it was just exploding. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just absolutely exploding. And all these dudes there. up there were making bank. Like, making a ton of money. Yeah. One of the Badlands on the weekends. Making a ton of money working, you know, with the Earl. <laughs> and I know some guys that went up there to open up uh, mattress stores because there was no place for these guys to sleep. Wow. So everybody's going up there to work on these rigs. Strippers were making a ton of money. You know, you're selling campers and all these, all the stuff these people need. I'm pretty sure that's still going on up there, but... I mean, if they're throwing money around, do they need radio talent up there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> I got a buddy that Donna, did radio. We can't lose you. I got a buddy that did radio in Montana because of the... I mean, it's growing as well. Um, it was a... What's the other big city? There's Bozeman, Bozeman. Billings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, dude, a lot of people are going up there just to kind of disappear. And you don't want to go up there. Growing. You're not going to like it up there. No, I would not. I, I would not do You're well. not going to like it up there. No. I'm, I'm not a guy that can, like, chop. That's uh, just going to happen. What, are they living Johnny's in like yurts? So, soft. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Guys, they have houses up there. Guys, Plumbing, I hear. <laughs> what? Yeah. When did they get that? Uh-huh. Uh, just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> High-speed internet? Nah, well, not uh, yet, not yet. Now you're pushing it. Come on. <laughs> High speed internet. I think they got free long distance calling now, though. They can call nice. Arkansas. Uh-huh. <laughs> got these CDs with free internet on them. <laughs> 600 hours. It's great. Yeah, I miss those CDs, the AOL CDs. <laughs> oh, man. They were so great to throw at each other. <laughs> you go skeet shooting with them. And throw them up. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Then, hey, got it. Yeah, the good old days, huh, guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old days. I think we're happy. Come on. I think so. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All of us happy. It's easy to say you're not if you're from Missouri. It's easy. And I, hon- and I honestly, and I hate to be like a conspiracy guy because uh, I'm really not, but you, I, I feel like a lot of these types of things are like skewed against the Midwest and against Places like like ours where we live, and and I I I I really just believe that. Yeah, well, I mean, the negative is easier to read, easier to write, easier to capture people's eyes. With. Hey, listen, oh, listen, we're flyover country for a lot of people, so yeah. yeah. Just like we talk bad about Arkansas, we didn't talk bad <laughs> about <laughs> Arkansas. Love Nobody it. said anything Love bad it. about Arkansas, Arkansas, except the for, forgotten state. Except for <laughs> it, just never. It, you never hear anything about it. You just never. I mean, there's no crazy news coming out. The last crazy news came out of Arkansas was Jonesboro. Remember that. Mm-hmm. See, you don't even remember that. Huh. I don't even remember what happened. Is that the, the tragic bro. sprinkler accident? No, you don't remember this? It was it was like a... Was shoot, like a I mean... Ma- was look, it a mass, mass death? Little Rock was, was where Timothy uh, McVeigh. What? That was Oklahoma City. I Oklahoma thought. City. See, I, Oklahoma, <laughs> Arkansas. Do you think that there's somebody out there That's listening right, it was to Oklahoma us City. right now that is just absolutely furious with oh, us bashing uh, oh, Arkansas? Yes, 100%. There's, there's a diehard um, Riz Show fan and Greek Fire fan. She's from Bill Arkansas. Bill Clinton. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the Arkansas, tweet. Right? Johnny Cash. Glenn Campbell. Nobody's saying anything bad. We're just saying that nothing oh, God, I hope Johnny Cash newsworthy comes out of there. So anytime they're mentioned, they're like, hey, they mentioned this. Yeah, there's a comedian that said the accent of Arkansas, you can't tell if they're laughing or crying. Like Bill Clinton <laughs> and Johnny Cash when they're just talking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what happened in Jonesboro? All right. I thought he was looking it up. I I was. Was it a school shooting? Are you talking about Jonesboro, South Africa, or where where, no, where the Jonesboro. Jonestown? Jonestown. Jonestown. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. It's early, uh, guys. No, There's I, also Jonesboro. <laughs> there was an accident there too. I guess it's 
guess it's been a long... I'm going to step back. Okay, so 1998. <laughs> School shooting, Jonesboro kills five, back. March 24th, 1998. I think that was it. But it was a... That was the last time something happened in Arkansas? I want... That's, I mean... It was 20 years ago? <laughs> you didn't even remember. Uh, a new in Jonesboro? Museum. I beg to differ. They just opened their first ever dog park. It's oh, right right. Oh, there. Oh. there you go. All right. <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Zach Frazier from, how do you pronounce this, Eureka? That's it. <laughs> uh, Zach never misses a podcast, no matter what. Looks forward to the moment the, the uh, latest episode is released. He's sitting there, just refresh, refresh, refresh. There it is! And he likes everything about the show. The back and forth banter between everybody, real or fake, the Friday fail stories. He said he just enjoys listening to us uh, talk. It always brings a smile to my face. He is proud to be a weirdo. It's awesome. Plus, uh, like Moon, he is a big soccer fan, too. All right. And would love to add the Team Riz jersey to his collection. You got it, buddy. Zach Frazier from Eureka is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! I love Josh Wolf. I miss that guy. He's part of the Two Timers Club. Been on yep. the show twice. Mm-hmm. We never gave him a certificate, but yeah, that was pre-certificate. The uh, the certificate is making its rounds, by the way, on social media. Clownvis is like, I am honored to have this. <laughs> yes, I saw that this morning. <laughs> he actually added it to his resume. He's blasting it all over. And he goes, uh, uh, he's just waiting for frames to go on sale at uh-huh. Walker's. <laughs> yeah, well, we gave uh, Clownvis. <laughs> Clownvis was here on uh, Friday with Wheeler Walker Jr., and this was Clownvis' uh, second time on the show, so we gave him a uh, second-timers club certificate and asked for the frame back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a presentation. We're going to need that frame back. Yeah, it's not like it's your fourth time, if you don't mind. Yeah, I saw him uh, tweet something out about that this morning. It's an honor and a privilege to have this certificate. Dude, when he said, <laughs> for you. When he said hey, Donnie Fandango on Friday, I got way more excited than I <laughs> yeah, should. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He's a fan. Oh, dude, he, he loves was you. awesome. He was great. And normally, not a clown guy, he rules. Yeah. Yes. He rules. King, King Scott said the same thing. He goes, Clownvis knows who I am. <laughs> He's not just a clown guy. He's a clown guy dressed as Elvis. Right. Yeah. Right. Have you ever seen his act? No, I have it's, not. It's pretty awesome. You guys love him. I mean, you guys have seen how witty and how funny yeah, the guy is just on his on his mm-hmm. on his feet. He's awesome. Our uh, phone number 314 Walker. That's 314 Walker. Cameras in chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show and uh, your emails, which we'll get to in a second. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. I was in New York uh when uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. My last trip over there. And uh for the first time since uh, 9-11. My wife and I went down to the uh, World Trade Center site. So 17 years later, we went down. And we were in New York. We lived there when the uh, attacks happened. And we went up to the new tower they built, one a World Trade Center. It's breathtaking. I mean, I, I was taking some pictures here. Look at that. I mean, you are up oh, there. Oh, wow. Make sure you don't swipe left. Let me see. 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 <laughs> no, you can swipe right. See, I mean, we've got a couple see. pictures Man, on there. It's, it's gorgeous. beautiful. Holy cow, that is cool. I mean, you are up 
there. I mean, overlooking the city. If you have a chance to go down there, and you actually see down onto the uh, reflecting pools they have there where the uh, the former towers stood. And I think I came back uh, into town. I said, you know what? People were kind of laughing and joking around, which I would think that's a solemn place. Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't know how much, as far as like when you get down, and this is just my perception from not actually being there, so please correct me, but like it seems like even – where the reflecting pools are and where, like, sort of they had, like, the structures, it seems like that wouldn't be a great place for, like, selfies and pictures and stuff And that's either. what I was seeing. Like, a lot of that stuff. People taking selfies and laughing and joking around. And a lot of them were were late teens. Right. And they don't have an understanding of what actually happened that day. Right. Although, if I go to a, a concentration camp, I wasn't around, and I know that's a solid place, not a place to take a smiling selfie. Right. Right. Well, I mean, and and think about the that's lack of excuse. The, the lack of excuse there is why are you at the nine eleven memorial unless you know what happened? So you should have the reference for it. You know what I'm saying? It's also in the middle yeah. of the city, and it's easily accessible. Yeah, yeah, and it's a tourist city, so you're hitting like all the hot spots. Sure, <clears throat> or you're being taken around by your parents. Right, like if I want to go to Auschwitz to go see what a concentration camp was like. Yeah, you're, you gotta go. You, it's it's a, a bit more of. It's, it's a, a bit pro, more it's involved. A pro, it's a right. bit of a process, is what you're saying. It's a bit more involved. I think it's a cultural thing too, though. I mean, um, the only thing I can compare it to is the Peace Park in Hiroshima. Were you there with us? It's it's where the oh. atom bomb went mm. off, and it is. I mean, there was. I didn't hear a sound. In that place. My mom said the same thing at the Pearl Harbor site. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. I, I was there when Not I was like. A, you could hear a pin drop. I was there when I was like 15 or 16, and it was very, very solemn. Very solemn. Yeah, it is. I was quieter in a library in, in that Peace Park. It is so, so sobering. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to be really disappointed if one day people look at 9 11 as a chance to have parties or put mattresses on sale. Yeah. That's my opinion. You know, today being the 17th anniversary of 9-11, a new poll asked people if it should be a federal holiday. Should 9-11 be a federal holiday? And your thoughts? I mean, I I think, I I, I appreciate why it would be. And I think a day of remembrance is a very important thing. But... I mean, it would not take a year before that's bastardized into, well, yeah, you into know, a white sale. A hundred percent. Do you think? Do you really think a mattress place or a car place or something like that would do a nine eleven? There are Memorial Day sales. I understand that, but that's Memorial Day. <laughs> Don't you remember it happened I think last there would year? Be, yeah, but I think there'd be so much backlash that smarter businesses wouldn't do that. What company this year is going to come out with uh, with something as the Twin Towers as yeah, in their logo to try to sell cookies? There's every, every year there's somebody that does it. I think it would happen over time. I don't I think, think so. that it would be an immediate thing, but I think that there'd be those those couple I early say no, on. and I'll tell you why. I think maybe 9-11 should be a day where people should be in school, the kids should be in school, and use this day to talk about. Learn about it. Yeah. To talk about it. I, I ha- And it's not a long list. I have a list of the actual federal holidays for this year if you want to run down them and see if this would butt up against it. I mean, it's New Year's Day, uh, birthday of Martin Luther King Jr., Washington's birthday, Memorial, Independence Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, 9-11 Day. Yes, no. Well, they would call it Patriot Day. 
because that's what the president has been calling it since. Every year since it's happened, they call 9-11 Patriot Day. You think it should be a holiday? I don't know. You know what? I like how you said that, that because it it's falls during the school year, maybe that's a day where you go, okay, today's lesson should be all about this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but man. I don't. I don't know because if you're if you're looking to like you know uh, stick it or, or make it more effective or something, these these national holidays, we're talking bank holidays. Like those are big mm-hmm. deals. And, and yeah, that would mean schools, banks, government closed. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really. I, really I think don't it know. loses its luster if it's just a oh that Patriot Day's coming up. Day off. Yeah, and how many people would just be like, hey, uh, to, to me, that's that's, that's what I think. And, and, and 38% of people said it should be a federal holiday. Hmm. 42% not sure. I'm sorry, 42% say no, and 20% are, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I see pros and cons for, for both, both sides. Pearl Harbor is not a holiday, right? A federal D-Day. holiday? Yeah, no. And neither Pearl is Harbor, Normandy. Not Normandy's right. not. Yeah. But there are some things going around town. In remembrance of 9-11, uh, there's the March to the Arch beginning at 9-11 this morning. It's a 21-mile memorial walk, uh, which will begin in West St. Louis County and conclude at the base of the Gateway Arch. I have an old friend who does that every year, and she says it's a phenomenal event. Phenomenal the starting event. point will be at Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill at 141, Clay- uh, 141 Clayton Road in Kirkwood. And it's free to participate in... Uh, uh, if you're interested in going, they say bring an American flag. They're encouraging that. There's the uh, 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb at Monk's Mound. There is uh, Patriot Day Reveille, uh, the ceremony at Scott Air Force Base. I bet that's pretty cool. There's the two-mile Memorial Run at Scott Air Force Base today. Uh, the Army JROTC cadets commemorate 9-11 victims. That's at uh, Vashon High School's. I guess their Army Cadet program, they do that. Florissant VFW Post pays tribute to 9-11 victims. That's uh, the North St. Louis County VFW Post on St. Francis Street. Belleville's Moment of Remembrance Ceremony. That's at uh, 11.30 a.m. this morning. And uh, O'Fallon, Missouri does something every year. They, uh, They honor Patriot Day at the first responders memorial out there. I think they have a piece of steel from from oh, one wow. of the towers out yeah, there. I think you're right. So that's at 8.30. Uh, the event dedicated to first responders, police, firefighters, and paramedics who step forward to rescue the victims of 9-11 will be held at the first responders memorial. The ceremony located at uh, 100 North Main Street will include remarks by the mayor, the police chief, and those who attend will be able to place flowers at the memorial site. So there's some things going around. Going on today, eight ways to remember 9-11. Yeah, as a person who's from there and was there in the area, do you do anything or you just keep something in your head or do you formally well, yeah, do yeah, yeah, back to that day. That's what I'm saying. You're just in, kind of in your Again, head. It, you took, think it about took my it. wife and I a while to actually go down to the to the pools, yeah. to the site. It was my wife, myself, and uh, my brother went down there last time we were in town. First time. It's interesting to compare, though, to December 7th and other you know, tragic events for, for, for the country because I feel like 
if you want it, if somebody really wants to stick it in the history for all generations to observe in some way, federal holidays kind of, I mean, a, a smart move. Only because and I only say that because think about how we think about December seventh when that happens. My dad thinks about it very dra- drastically different. And I'm sure his dad was completely different with that date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my kids are going to go, December 7th, what? Oh, yeah, something happened. Something happened. A day you, that will live in infamy. Mm-hmm. Right, but, um, but, but I'm saying each generation goes by. So you're saying by, maybe put it on the books? Yeah. Like, if it's on the books. I'm, well, yeah, I'm saying, like, we're, we're thinking narrowly now because we're in the now. We're right here. We, we're, we're talking about it now, and, of course, it's a remembrance. It's in our head. We were there. Well, that's the whole thing is never forget. Right, but I think that's, like... That's a slogan, uh, you know. Like, like, let's thinking. Let's think real. And two generations from now, I think it's it's going to be another December seventh. Well, then it comes down to us. It's our job to make sure that our genera- the, the our kids, right, know about it, and are taught about it in school. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think it's it's it when it becomes you know mattresses going on sale and oh yeah that's it's absurd. Just a, it's just a day off. That's absurd. But I'm just saying without some sort of like. I guess required. It, it, you got to remember, every, everything else is just a textbook. It's just a, it's just something in a textbook to kids. You can you can stick it in their mind as much as possible with with textbook and all that, but it's just a different it's just a different thing. And if a generation after after this generation is completely gone, and everybody that was there during that day that lived during that day mm-hmm. is gone, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Yet another thing Americans are divided on. Yeah, I, I you know what I've I've settled on no. Because if it's a if it's never forget, we're not going to forget. It comes up every year. We don't need it. Yeah, day, but his point with, with uh, Pearl, you know with Pearl Harbor it was you know the day that will live in infamy. Sure, yeah. I'm just saying if 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 everybody wants to, to be a federal holiday so that we all remember and don't forget and all that stuff, we're not going to forget it. People bring it up every single year, a couple of days until, before. And, and I get what you're saying until, until they don't. Right. Yeah. And I don't think we we can we should celebrate with barbecues and days off necessarily because we'll celebrate with the barbecue or however we're going to anyway. Right. I wonder if there's a middle ground. I'm sure there is somewhere. Half, Half day. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Uh, Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, this is to all. Hello, quick question. What will happen to Carl the Mannequin once King Scott completes his punishment? Oh, it goes right to the museum. St. Louis needs to know. It goes right to the museum. <laughs> yep, it would be down at this the museum at Forest Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to vote for him to become a permanent member of the Point Studio. Oh, you want way, him to stay here? In I one mean, way, shape, or form. Ooh. Yeah. We can I mean, keep them in here. That's fine. I mean, you know, we're always looking for something to model, you know, uh, the next line of point T-shirts mm-hmm. or Tank tops, wear, right. what have you. Yeah, I mean, there it. you go. Carl's got a job the rest of his life. Uh, we do have a bunch of mannequins. Our buddy uh, Ryan has uh, has a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I have one in my garage. I have a pediatric one <laughs> in my trunk. Yep. Jeff has the kid one in his trunk. Of course he does. Still oh in the wrapper. Goodness. And that is... Maybe uh, we could do something with that. Uh, that is 100% <laughs> like true. Like, get it out of there? Yeah, like maybe. You know what I mean? That is 100% <laughs> true. Right. I mean... Every day I'm at a trailhead and I'm putting my shoes on and open the trunk. I'm like, ah! <laughs> 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 uh, let's keep it here. And we got the room. Yeah. <laughs> we got the room. So, that's fine. It's uh, Team Riz member Jason needed. Thank you, know. Jason. With where all the punishments go and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure Carl's going to, like you said, be, he's going to have a job. be used again. For a uh-huh. Long time. <laughs> right. uh-huh. uh, next. Stuff him with opium and try to get him to Yemen. All right, that's your punishment. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, 
Beth says, hey, guys, love the show. Tried- Oddly specific, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good know. movie, though. <laughs> uh, tried to get some Lena's pizza today. The store was out, and they said they might not be carrying it anymore. Got me thinking. Haven't heard you guys talk about that in a while. Is everything okay I with bought that? some Lena's the other day. I did, too. I was at the uh, the Deerbergs on, um, on Manchester. They had plenty. Yeah, I was at the Schnook. And they had plenty. I was at Aldi over the weekend. They had plenty as well. They're out there. Mary Mary bought this, um, like, a cast iron pizza pan. Like, it's cast iron. I've never seen anything like it. Didn't know it existed. Oh, man. Game Like a pizza changer. stone? Is that yeah, what you're talking about? It's like, like the, a pizza stone, but it's, but it's, but it, no, there's no holes, but it's just like a, it's essentially a cast iron. put it iron. in the oven? Put it in the oven, just for pizzas, and man, oh, man, it is a difference maker. Why don't you buy a pizza stone? We had a pizza stone, and then... Uh, I messed it up, so we had to go get another uh, one, and this was the one. This is the this is what she got, and I haven't messed this up yet. Because so mine just frisbee. stays in the <laughs> oven. My pizza stone stays in the oven, like it's in there all the time. Yeah, mine too. It, it and and what I read, it helps regulate the heat in your oven. So, well. but hell, if you like a cast iron thing, go ahead, <laughs> knock yourself out. <laughs> You're an idiot, but do whatever you want. Knock Don. yourself out. Next. <laughs> Uh, this is future Team Riz member Kayla. Couple two, three podcasts back, you guys discussed Riz going to Israel. Just want to throw out my grandparents and my parents live there, and I'm well overdue for a trip there myself. So oh, if you, you want need, to come with? Yeah, if you want a, a plus one. No, if you need any tips or a tour guide. So I don't think it's this Christmas. Oh, I know it's not this Christmas. Uh, I believe the following Christmas we'll be uh, making a pilgrimage out to Israel. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think there are other places in this country I'd like to see. <laughs> It's crazy. You're going, dude. That's incredible. No, I, you're not. You're not happy. You're not excited about it. I mean, I, I'm sure once, uh, once we. Uh, that's a no. Can you believe this guy? <laughs> once oh, we get closer, wow, man. Once we get closer, I'm just saying there are other things on my list that I would like to see before going to Haifa. See, I think you're actually that's a place in Israel. You're approaching it. Haifa Street. Is. They mentioned it in the email. That's yeah, funny. I think you're approaching it. You're. It's going to be good if you have that attitude. You're going to come away with that head on a swivel. Being blown away with how amazing it is. Don't here. say blow away and going to Israel. <laughs> okay? Now they just canceled their trip. Yes. Way to go. Don't say that. You'll be very grateful. <laughs> and, I, for, and, and all in all seriousness, I hear it's great. My wife has been there uh, before. Uh, she says it's, it's, it's wonderful. Now, it's traveling nice. with the kids to do that, I would think, could be a bit They're much. old enough now. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, next year, my son will be 10. My daughter will be 8. Yeah. You said you were just going to FedEx the girl, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, they go under the plane. <laughs> <laughs> they go under the plane now, Jeff. Gotcha. Come on. Sir, is this a firearm in the box? No, no, no. It's just the daughter. It's my daughter. She's <laughs> tiny. Yeah, we did the whole thing. And, and listen, spending Christmas there is going to be is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be That's where it all started, so. huh? Yeah. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Where it all started. <laughs> the original Christmas. The There's original Christmas. Christmas. There it is. Right there, December 25th. Uh-huh. Where it all began, huh? Uh-huh. No room at the inn, huh? You think they have, like, no room at the inn mattress sales? Possibly. Couldn't, couldn't find somewhere to lay down at the inn, but we have plenty of mattresses for sale for you. All right, one more, Jeff. All right. Uh, this is Team Riz member Mindy. She says, last week Riz was talking about using an instant pot, uh, and I wanted to share with him pressure luck cooking. Have you ever heard of this? No. Pre- pressure luck cooking. Get it? Pressure cooking? 
Uh, you can find the recipes online and uh, YouTube as well. I guess the guy's name is Jeffrey because uh, she says Jeffrey is from New York. Okay, he's got uh, well, fantastic recipes, easy. Then I've got to like what he's cooking because he's from New York. He's from New York. He's also very entertaining. Highly recommend uh, to everyone who has, Pressure a, cooking? Okay. has an Instapot. I'm, uh, yeah, listen, I'm a convert. Love the Instapot. Yeah. I think you would enjoy it too. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I don't know what, what that is. It's a pressure cooker. Oh, okay. Mary does a lion's share of the uh, the cooking around the Fandango I'm compound. sure she knows about it. Yeah. When I try. And she's a good cook, too. Yeah, she's a great cook. Uh, but when I try, that's when things like what happened to the pizza The Instapot, <laughs> you can't really mess up. Mm. Look it up. All right. I will. More. We got time for one more, Jeff. Uh, yeah, long time uh, podcast weirdo here. I think we're all overdue for a moon medley on the show. Or what's it been? Three, four years? Oh, so recent. No. Yes, it has. No, it has. Not. Yes, it, it has. It was like two years ago. No way. No sure. way. No. Yeah. That's a lie. Nope. Ooh, which makes me, uh, reminds me. So, Greek Fire was on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Nope. So, you think you can dance? So, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the ripoff of oh, get out of here! So you want to let dance without celebrities? That show is awesome. So did you guys he never win? lets me finish. We won. <laughs> that was the finale last night. So the grand finale they used. Yeah, it was like the op- the whole opening. You know, okay, okay, so like it's a competition, it's a dancing competition. But the opening, they have, <laughs> pardon me, they have everybody together do like a full blown number. You know, uh-huh. and this was the finale, so it's a huge oh, wow, deal. It's a huge deal, and man. I don't even know about you it. You sent me the audio. Here I am. <laughs> I'm dancing to this. Living a dream that I can hold. Oh, Here I am on my own. Being that it's somebody else singing, you still get money off this. Yeah, you know <laughs> that will be stuck in my head. The yeah, you ruin everything. <laughs> I ruin everything? Most things. Yeah. Not everything. <laughs> no, here it really is. Here. I'm not showing up tap dancing on this show. They show more that's tap. That's funny. There's a guy that taps in the bridge and like taps to the beat. Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty clever. Let's see if we get there. But, I mean, the whole thing is to the song. They're not just dancing while a song is playing. So I'm pretty honest. My band guys uh, were uh, well, equally honored, but they're the ones texting over going, hey, uh, I think we're on a show tonight. My social media is exploding. Oh, there it is. Ah, they were tapping your tune. They yeah. stole a lot of my moves in that number. I, know. I thought yeah. that was you for a while. Yeah, put that up on the socials. So the, ba- right. the band guys sent over uh, a tag. I think it was Johnny that sent, sent a text said, hey, uh, I think we're on a show right now. So my social media is exploding, and then you had no idea. No, which is interesting because, you know, we own the song, mm. and usually before that happens, you get a sheet that says, "Hey, so and so network wants to use this yeah, for wow. X amount of seconds, and we'll give you two hundred and twenty dollars." What show is it? So you think you can so dance? So you think you could dance? So what happens now? I don't know, man. You're just this sitting is a- by your mailbox, wait for that check uh-huh. to roll in. He's buying a new car. Go. I am I, rich. Yeah. I really don't I am know. rich. Yeah. So you're on what is that? ABC. Uh, I think it's was on that Fox. Fox. I think it's Fox. You're on Fox yesterday. Patrico and I on Fox next Tuesday. Hey, look Dang. at that. We're taking over Woo. daytime. How about that? Wow. Primetime Prime television. Time. What's that, Channel 2? If I get arrested and I'm on the news, will it count? Yes, it will. <laughs> if right. you're on Fox too, yeah. Which All one's right. Life well, I got PD? Something I got to tell you then. 
<laughs> Which one's live, PD? You can all get on that one. Next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, Fox. <laughs> it's a beat Shazam. Well, congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. And to you, too, in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> okay, hopefully. <laughs> This whole show is, uh, it, it's, we're infecting ourselves into primetime television finales. Uh-huh. Yeah, Both yeah we're the finales. season finale of Beach Shazam. Tuesdays, 7 o'clock on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just growing and growing. Can't help it. Like a fungus. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. You know, speaking of Purple Stride coming up on the 23rd, ought to benefit the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. You can still sign up, be part of Team Riz, walk or run, 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. We've almost met our fundraising goal. I mean, we're close. Yeah, we are. We still need you, though. Asking you to donate to a great cause, a great event, which has been growing year by year. When we started, what, four or five years ago doing it, it was like a handful of people. Now this thing has grown into a giant event. That's what I always tell people when they ask me about it, if they're thinking about going or whatever. Is Just the way it's grown is just amazing. It's amazing. Oh, it's a family thing. My family comes down. I know, you know, Moon's kids are down walking. I think it went from 400 to 4,000 in just a couple years. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's great. And we always do that Team Riz picture before everybody kind of separates and does their thing it's great yeah. i look forward to it every year yeah and can uh, cancer sucks in general but if you know anything about pancreatic cancer it is that's a tough one ridiculously difficult and um yeah that's uh this is de- definitely one of my favorite events of uh, of the year because of that particular cause well, i think they're sitting on a still a seven percent survival rate yeah it's not good it's not good it's not good but the research is uh is 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 gaining some traction and some speed because of events like this. Yeah, and this helps fund that stuff. Almost there to the goal, yeah. Another example of our listeners stepping up. Oh, my God, yeah. So I'll I'll throw out the eagle call for this. Eagle call! 1057thepoint.com slash purple stride and get yourself signed up. Absolutely. All right, let's do some news. Let me hit this button here and get us started. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. New news sponsored by? It's uh, brought to you by Travers RV, uh, RV, Travers RV and Automotive Group. All right, let's do some uh, local stuff first. Police are looking for a woman missing in North County who uh, may have been the victim of a crime. So an advisory has been issued for 57-year-old Sylvia Brown, who police say was last seen in her driveway on Dukeland Drive on Saturday. She's five foot nine, 190 pounds. Black hair, brown eyes, medium complexion. Her sister was found dead in the house. And police say her death is, quote-unquote, suspicious. And they're concerned that Sylvia may have been the victim of a crime or may become a crime victim. And she's got some medical issues, including uh, diabetes, and does not have her meds. So if you have any info on where she is, call the St. Louis County Police. Also missing is 86-year-old Edmund McDavid Sr. An endangered silver advisory has been issued for him. He's 5'5", 135 pounds, bald, brown eyes. Last seen wearing a gray cap, brown and black burgundy long-sleeve striped shirt. 
a gray and black windbreaker, black pants, white tennis shoes. He's got Alzheimer's. Edmund was with his family at the Schnooks on North Florissant in Ferguson yesterday afternoon, went to the bathroom, never came back. And if you have any info on him, please call the Ferguson police. Anybody see uh, Army helicopters in the air yesterday? I didn't. I did not. I saw a bunch by my house. Or at least it was one in the sky. And I wasn't imagining anything, you jerks. Sure, uh-huh. Whatever. Uh, the Army was performing military exercises at a Creefcore Lake in Maryland Heights yesterday. That would have been cool to see, especially there. And they were setting off uh, training ammo and demolitions. Uh, police say they did get some complaints from people nearby. And they said there were reports of a low-flying helicopters. So that's what it was. And training is supposed to happen at local parks throughout the week. But the police uh, are saying they don't know what area parks th- are going to be used. Or at least they're not saying. So if you see any helicopters, any weird things, it's training. It's all good. Don't flip out. Hey, it's all good. I got some more info on that guy who's been charged with killing somebody at the South County Walmart last Thursday. Remember, uh, 38-year-old Jesse Kelly is connected to a robbery and kidnapping in the Central West End. And for that, city prosecutors have charged him with robbery, armed criminal action, and kidnapping. And surveillance images helped identify him as the a-hole who pointed a gun at a 17-year-old kid sitting inside a car on Westminster Place around 7 o'clock on Thursday morning. Cops say that he demanded the kid get money from an ATM. But the kid drove to the Straubs at Kings Highway in Maryland instead. I know exactly where that is. Been to that Straubs many times. And at that point, Jesse threatened the kid, saying, and this is his quote, you have 60 seconds to get the money or I'm coming in blazing. The kid came out of the store with 100 bucks, gave it to Jesse before driving off. He's also charged uh, in the county with the murder and robbery, accused of killing 29-year-old Alexander Marley. That's in the Walmart parking lot on Telegraph. And what they're saying about that, that story there at the Walmart is uh, this Alexander guy who was, who was killed was just trying to help him out. Unsuspecting, no idea. No idea. Nothing to do with anything. Nope. Uh, last Friday, police in Alton arrested 54-year-old Ronald Singleton after he kicked in a door at a vacant law office on Wash Ave. Uh, he was in full clown costume at the time. And there is an arrest video and, and stills to go along with, uh, with the story. And it's there he is, Ronald the Clown <laughs> in clown regalia. Full clown get up. And police say that they know Ronald and he's got a lengthy record, including arrest for littering and criminal trespassing and being under the influence. You see the picture? No, I'm looking for it, but I almost made a McDonald's joke, but I'm not going to. Under the influence You're of, that. of That's what? what? Thank you, man. I, I, I would think that this would be a drugs, not alcohol situation. I don't know if he's a clown part-time or that's his job, but I don't know why he's got the outfit on. Maybe he was just going from one job to the Maybe, other. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Decided to kick a door in. Boy, this sucks. 
a guy named uh, Kevin. He lives in the Tower Grove South neighborhood. And we get a lot of stories out of Tower Grove South lately. That's uh, that's a hotbed for criminal activity yeah. recently. So he woke up on Saturday morning to find that somebody had stolen his bright yellow Jeep. Gone. It was taken. It was uh, it was parked on uh, Humphrey and Roger Place. All right. Cars get stolen all the time. Why is this newsworthy? Three days before the Jeep thing, his motorcycle was stolen from outside his apartment. Oh, man. And Sunday, and he filed two police reports. One for the Jeep, one for the motorcycle. Sucks. That's his two modes of transportation. Yeah, gone. gone. Like that. Boom. Within four days. Within four days. Gone. So on Sunday night, Kevin gets a call from the cops. They found his Jeep 15 minutes away. Yay, where was Good it? News. 15 minutes away was on uh, Olitha and Wabash Avenue. The car completely gutted, torn oh. apart, spray painted black. And it looks like it was taken to a chop shop. All the parts were taken, rolled out, and then spray painted. And it looks like uh, the VIN number was cut out of the dashboard, too. That's been a thing lately. Wow. Where they cut the VIN off, off the dashboard, spray paint the car. Sounds like they were getting ready to turn it around and sell it. And st- while well, stealing cars and disassembling yeah. parts for profit is not uncommon anymore in the area. Man, mine was mine was stolen and found in less than 24 hours, and there was a window busted out, and all my stuff in the inside was gone, and I felt ridiculously violated. I can't imagine how you feel that they actually paint your car. Paint your car and, and oh cut the vent out. Gosh. And what an operation all told to make that happen. Like, yeah. like that, man, that is crazy. You said it was just a few days after? Uh, so the car was stolen Saturday morning. Sunday the car was found. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it they, sucks. They were busy. And there's a picture of the car on the news. I mean, just gutted. Completely gutted. How would you like to be the guy's insurance guy? I'd walk up to him and go, I think we can buff that out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Total it? Nah, we'll buff it out. Nah. Did you run it through a car wash yet? Nah. On the national side of things, uh, more than 1.5 million people who live along the coastlines of North Carolina and South Carolina and Virginia have been ordered to evacuate their homes before Thursday, when this Hurricane Florence is expected to make landfall, somewhere near the border between North and South Carolina. My buddy Matt, who was in here a couple weeks ago, he's in Wilmington, and he's right right in the path. I know he's listening. Is he uh, just, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, they told him to evacuate yet. I was going to ask And they're you, right on the coast. Is he, he's buckled in or strapped in? or is he? I'm not sure what he's going to do. He's got family, right? He's got kids. He's got three kids. Yeah. Scary. And the National Hurricane Center warned that Florence was growing rapidly in size, in size and strength as it approached the East Coast, expected to strengthen from a Category 4 to a 5 by the time it hits. And we're talking wind gusts of up to 150 miles an hour. Fortunately, we got to deal with tornadoes and not that, but would you be an evacuate first or an evacuate last kind of guy? I, you ever you ever run that scenario yeah, through your head? I, I'd be a I'd be a last. I, I would do it. I wouldn't be the one that's yeah. staying past the time that the that the safety official said go. But I, I would be I one would, of the. Last I would ones. leave for sure because you don't want to be. And this happened during the hurricanes in Texas, 
where they told people to get out, and they wind up having to be rescued. Right. Like they said, you got to. I, I totally understand protecting your stuff. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because you hear all the time about after the storm rolls through, looters coming in mm-hmm. and taking your crap. I get that. Protect your property. Protect your stuff. I understand that. But is it worth putting not only your life at risk, but somebody else's life at risk? Well, would you be the guy that sends his family out and you stay back? Again, we're talking about what if I need to be rescued? Now I'm putting somebody else's life on the line. There's no way I'm doing that to a first responder. No way. Well, I, tell you I what, know it's you easier said it than way, done. Man. You put it that way. It makes okay. sense. You know, I mean, that's that, you know, I like my stuff, all of those things. But you know what? If somebody, I can replace my Beatles, Sergeant Pepper. Imagine somebody know? getting getting hurt or killed trying to come rescue you oh, man. when they told you to get out. I would never get over that. And if you had enough time, grab your Beatles record before you go. You know, you know. Well, you know. I know it's easier, again, easier Poor said example than done. there, but yeah. I'm just saying. What they said is if you're in the area, you're told to evacuate, grab your insurance stuff. The, the most important stuff you should take is your insurance information. And if you have any pets, their vaccination records. Because if they need to be put in a shelter, they need those records. Mm. That's the, what I read. the pets, not the kids. The pets, yes. Uh, leave the kids behind. They'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> uh, just leave them 20 bucks for pizza. They'll be good. <laughs> I mean, do you have a disaster kit at home? We do not. Just being honest. I know we should, but we do not. A bottle of Jameson? Mm, that okay. works. All right. <laughs> no, the answer is no. I, I should, I'm sure. Two-thirds of homeowners don't feel prepared for a natural disaster. 60% don't have a, p- a plan in place. And uh, 45% don't know what kind of supplies they should have on hand. So I looked on a FEMA's website... And uh, 13 basic things every disaster kit should have. Water. They say at least three gallons a person. A three-day supply of uh, non-perishable food. A flashlight. A portable radio to listen uh, for updates. Extra batteries for the flashlight and the and the radio. A first aid kit. A whistle. In case you need to signal for help. I mean, these are like small things that yeah. you don't think about. Uh, dust masks. Uh, plastic sheeting and duct tape. Sanitation supplies like garbage bags and moist towelettes. Uh, a wrench or pliers to turn off your facilities. Or, I'm sorry, utilities. A manual can opener. And at least one map of the area in case your GPS goes out. I would have never thought about the whistle part of it. It's, it's silly, but it makes sense because you can alert somebody to where you are if need be, right? Is that what that's for? Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, unless, you know, a game of touch football uh, breaks out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we were going to play football, but nobody had a whistle. <laughs> we had a whistle, but we forgot the ball. A few other things uh, to think about. An extra pair of glasses, an extra battery for your phone, uh, food and water for your pets, extra blankets and clothes, matches or a lighter, a fire extinguisher, and cash. Did it say blankets? Yeah, blankets and, and clothes. Oh, okay, okay. And if you don't, and well, if you know there's a potential disaster coming, make sure you're stocked up on any prescription meds you may you may need. But just add that, I mean, just get that stuff together. Let's put it in the corner of the house. Let's put it in a backpack. Yeah, that's been something that's been an assignment of my youngest the last couple of years that we've kind of not actually 
done. And that's something that we need to execute. We need to have that that ready to roll. Yeah, what's it called? A go bag? A, a, I call it a bug out bag. Bug out bug bag. Out. That's right. In case you need to bug out. hit the road, bug out. <laughs> right. You got it. All right, uh, more news after the break. I think we've all settled on one. Yeah. We'll tell you what the options were, at least. And uh, why we've settled on what we've settled on. Just to uh, continue on with news. And by the way, sports coming up with uh, Donnie. And we'll tell you who won the racial pick'em challenge for the week. As far as the seven of us go. Spoiler alert. It was not me. <laughs> Donnie, you were... Yeah, you didn't do great. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> if you want some tips, I'll, I'll help you out later. Stop it. You did well, Moon, so... Thanks, buddy. But who won the week? We'll find out soon. Uh, if you've ever thought, hey, the people who work at the deli counter at the grocery store have a pretty sweet gig, you know, think of all the free meat they get. You've had that thought? No, I've not had that thought. And as a matter of fact, like last week, I went into uh, to Deerbergs before I came here, and the first customer that this poor woman behind the deli counter had to deal with was really upset about a discounted coupon that she was not yeah. receiving. And man, it was bad. See, when I walk up to the deli counter, they go, oh boy, here's this guy. Because I like my deli meats cut a certain way. You're very particular about very it. Very particular. That's why I don't go to Deerbergs for... for for deli meats. You go Schnooks. to like, uh, oh, okay. Is that a tipping situation for you or no? No, no, not like by a the certain... counter. No. Oh, okay. It's really that big of a deal that you go to a different store for it? Like how they cut it? Oh, yeah. I'll be damned. At Deerberg's, they got that stuff pre-sliced. Right? Yes. For the most yes. part? Yes, yes, you're right. Listen, I'm sure if you asked them, they would yeah, cut you it. just ask for it. Yeah, but I like Boar's Head. Boar's Head they have at the, uh, gotcha. at the Schnooks. Right. At the Schnooks, yeah. I like the Boar's Head brand, uh, number one. Number two, I like uh, my meats cut uh, very thin. Hey, all good. Not judging. I said I that Virginia that Ham, I better, I better be able to read the newspaper through that. <laughs> I like it cut so thin it's only got one side. Hello. There you go. All right. What is that, an empty bread? No, that's there's actually meat on that bread. <laughs> it's all about surface area. Surface area, Jeff. Anyway. Uh, if you're thinking, boy, guy behind the counter at the deli, uh, free meat, boy, this guy's got it made. Here's a sobering reality. Meat ain't free. There's a 36-year-old woman named Catherine. Uh, she got a job behind the deli counter at a grocery store in Ohio about five years ago. And every day she'd, uh, shave her, herself off a little meat. Approximately three to five slices a day. That's it. You wouldn't think anything of it, right? Yeah. Enough for a sandwich. Like three to five slices a day. And she mostly went for the ham, but sometimes, sometimes a little salami. Fancy. Anyway, 
a few slices a day over five years really adds up. And when her bosses found out what she was doing, they calculated she'd embezzled. Yes, they used the word embezzle. Hmm. 9200 bucks worth of deli meat. Wow. wow. So they fired her and reported her to the police. And now she's looking at theft charges. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but, but, I, I, I mean, it's, ste- I mean, it is steel. It is? I mean. It is, but come on. Come on. Three to five slices. How much do you throw out every day? Yeah. How much do you throw out every day? I mean, I get that, but. I mean, I wouldn't have called the police necessarily. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I would have said, hey, Catherine's done. We're done here. Stop taking right. the meat. Katie, let's get out. That's what you say. I mean, that's I mean, that's a serious that's felony. That's a serious charge. offense, yeah. Over nine grand worth of deli meat stolen over five years. What are you in for? <laughs> I was just thinking that at that exact what you in same for? time. Murder. <laughs> Rape. Sandwiches. Stealing deli meat. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. It was pastrami. This is this is a scam here. Uh, it must be, and, and I was thinking about this, it must be challenging to figure out how much somebody stole from you when they take something that costs market price. Mm-hmm. You ever look at a menu and you go, uh, seafood, market price. Am I going to roll the dice? I don't know. But there's a guy named Matthew. He's from uh, Scarborough, Maine, and he owned 20% of a company called Sea Salt. And like all companies in Maine, they sold lobsters. It's just the thing. (laughs) Well, it turned out that Matthew was secretly stealing lobsters. He set up a fake client and pretended he was shipping there, but really, he was pocketing the lobsters to sell. Apparently, there's a lobster black market. (laughs) Who knew? Anyway, he embezzled approximately $1.5 million worth of lobsters before the other owners caught him. So now there's a criminal investigation going on, and they just filed a lawsuit against him. That's some real crime there. That is, lobsters. Not you better meats, put the bands on the uh, on the pinchers too. That's a dangerous place to put a lobster mm-hmm. in your pocket. When you're pocketing <laughs> lobsters, that's right. You're right. A lot of danger that Look goes into out. that. Well, I think it's official. The next generation uh, would rather talk to their friends by typing on a screen than talk to them face to face. See it firsthand. We've every day. known this already, mm-hmm. but now I got the numbers to back it up. A new survey found that 35% of teenagers say their favorite way to communicate is with texting. Only 32% said their favorite way is face-to-face. And that's a, that's a change from six years ago when face-to-face beat out texting in the same survey. So why have things changed? One of the main reasons might be it's hard to hang out face-to-face since at least one or two people are always buried in their phones. Hmm. 55% of teenagers say everyone's phones are always out and available when they're hanging out face-to-face. And 44% say they get frustrated sometimes when their friends are constantly staring at their phones. Oh, and one more change from six years ago. Back then, 70% uh, 70% of teenagers said Facebook was their main social media site. Today, it's down to 15%. Woo. And <laughs> what's number one? Snapchat. Snapchat is the number one way teenagers communicate with each other. Nuts. Yep. You know what? And and think if you, since you brought up Snapchat and how popular it is, think about the amount of times when, you know, at Point Fest and Hot Shots or wherever we are and somebody wants to take a picture, especially with the group, 
how many times do they give the phone to one of our pro- promo people and it's on Snap? They yeah. just do a Snapchat no, photo, or yeah. photo with us. See that. Uh, older Americans who smoke pot are becoming more and more common. The number of adults 65 and over who smoke pot has increased by seven times since 2006, 2007. And adults 50 to 64 who smoke pot has nearly doubled. And researchers think this could be due to the widening acceptance of, of pot in the U.S., but also, also baby boomers who have smoked since their teenage years are just aging into the older brackets now. <laughs> stoners are growing up, is that what you're Yeah, saying? the stoners are just going into the other brackets. I bet you it's two things. One, <clears throat> with the widening acceptance of it, people are willing to admit it now. I was going to say that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. legalities. Because there's people like my, my parents' age where if you said 10 years ago, you said, you smoke weed? They go, no, get out of here. You know, and then now you, they go, um, is it legal? Although is at the same sure. time, at the this same time, yeah, at the same time, life. other people of their generation, the baby boomers, yeah. were already still smoking pot since they were at Woodstock. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they've done it this entire time. Now they're just admitting it. And the second thing is I think a lot of them are retiring and they've had this drilled into them for so many decades that they're not a good employee or they're going to get fired or, or, or something if, if they did it. And they're retiring and they're going, kick you know Kick your shoes what? off and wake and bake, baby, on a Wednesday. <laughs> kick your shoes off. Go a little half. Smoke a joint. Go have a little dinner at 3.30 and go home and go to bed. Well, the study's lead author said, and this is a quote, the baby boomer generation grew up during a period of significant cultural change, including a surge in popularity of marijuana in the 60s and 70s. We're now in a new era of changing attitudes around marijuana. And as stigma declines and access improves, it appears that baby boomers, many of whom had have had prior experience smoking marijuana, are increasingly using it. I'm a big fan of the phrase, access improves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been about six hours since I saw another new study about how much trouble Americans have sleeping. But I think it's safe to say that, yeah, we all could use some help. So there's a new drink on the market that I don't know if you want to try this out. Uh, it's called Som Sleep, S-O-M Sleep. And apparently it puts you to sleep in 30 minutes or less. It's berry flavored and there are a bunch of different vitamins and supplements in it that are supposed to relax you and help you fall right asleep. Does it work? Some people swear by it including some celebrities who may or may not have been paid to endorse it, like uh, who's um, the guy's ex-wife, uh, oh, Jenna Dewan. Who is she married to? Oh, yeah. Channing Tatum. Um, yeah, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yep. Hillary Duff swears by it, too. And 67% of the reviews on Amazon give it four or five stars. But the FDA, uh, the FDA has not approved its claim that it helps you fall asleep, so just like so many other supplements. You're kind of taking their word that it'll work. On the bright side, a four-pack will only cost you ten bucks on Amazon, so it's not too expensive if you wanna if you wanna give it a try. Ingredient three is melatonin. You got it. That's what I do. I have the melatonin spray, and it helps honestly. Yeah, you spray your entire body down. No, just a couple sprays in the mouth. Yeah, that makes psst, psst, psst. more sense. It works. Do you have problems sleeping? I do. Like going to sleep? Yeah, I wasn't smiling at you. I was smiling at the idea of taking the melatonin spray and spraying it all over your body. Nah, I thought, and I way. thought you were joking, and then when you weren't, I was like, oh. Oh, he's not joking. <laughs> have you ever heard of Alteril? That's big in my house. 
No. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's melatonin as well. But I thought you were big into chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> Outside my house. Yeah, it, it, it's just melatonin. So, yeah, the melatonin stuff works, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. I got to do something. I, I, I'm averaging like one good night of sleep a week. Oh, that's not good. No, it's, it's, it's not great. That's do, not good. do you suggest, though, if the melatonin is good for him to pull, like, take it? Like, what time would he, should he take it so he's not tired in the morning? I don't know. I take it like 15 minutes before I want to. Then it just help, helps you kind of get there. Yeah, it just gets me there. Yeah. See, normally, for me, getting to sleep is not the problem. It's staying asleep? It's staying asleep. Normally, on three or four, and then I kind of bounce back and forth until, you know, the alarm goes off at oh, six. this Alteril's got tryptophan in it. Oh. And like melatonin like and something else. Eating the turkey thing? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to uh, bust a myth here for a moment. Uh, there's been a myth floating around on the internet forever that says you burn 67 calories every time you toot. <laughs> Anybody ever heard? Mm-mm. Every time yeah, you toot, so. you burn 67 calories. And I could have told you it wasn't true with the amount of, uh, I don't know, wind I break in my car. I'd be around 102 pounds if that were for real. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he, a gastroenterologist just confirmed it's it's not true. So you don't. You don't burn calories every time you toot. Be, uh, and by the way, the average person toots uh, 14 times a day. Oh, wow. That's an interesting one. <laughs> and burns exactly zero calories in the process. <laughs> zero. So myth busted. Yeah. <laughs> Still don't know why I'm so thin then. I guess. <laughs> And according to, uh, finally, according to new research, uh, the plastic trays we all use when we go through uh, security at the airport actually have more viruses on them than any other place at the airport. And yes, that means the toilets. Oh, my God. Man, I never thought about that. The trays are reportedly rarely disinfected and people, uh, you know, because of the rapid reuse, pick up a high number of viruses, which can survive up to one day. And the researchers found that the pathogens on the trays can give a person anything from a cold or flu to a bladder infection of SARS. How about that? You want the you want the you want the SARS? I'm good. And here's how you could prevent that: wash your damn hands. <laughs> wash your damn hands. When you get through security, wash your hands. Okay? Simple. Hot water, soap, wash your hands. It's like going to the bathroom when you go through security. Just wash your mm-hmm. hands. Just wa- you know, think of it as you've just gone to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You go through security, wash your hands after. Well, right right before and after, they have the uh, uh, the Purell. Yeah. You know, that stuff. Even like, Purell. That'll help. Uh, now I'm going to take a trash bag and lay it down mm-hmm. for my backpack and I'm- underneath my... Uh, Computer. I'm bringing a thing of disinfectant wipes when I travel in a few weeks. You know, just just going to put them in the backpack. That's it. And that is your news. Here's sports. 
And Mr. Donnie Fandango in for Tony Patrico with your sports. All right, sports brought to you by Hot Shots uh, Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Adam Wainwright returned from the disabled list last night. Matt Adams hit a late three-run home run as the Cardinals beat the Pirates 8-7. to Harrison Bader and Paul DeYoung both added uh, to the offense with uh, two RBIs each. And while not spectacular in his return, Wainwright did keep the Cardinals in the game and actually retired the last hit eight hitters in a row that he faced. How'd he look? He look all right? First, uh, in, first, first or second inning was pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, I think he looked, I think he looked all right. I don't think, I don't think anybody's hopes are super no. high at this point, but he, he turned in a serviceable start, gave he the did. team a chance to win. He did. I think there, Danny Mack last night was saying like the first inning, his fastball was 91, 92, something like that. And then either, it was either the second or third inning. It was like 89, Nine well, yeah. velocity. So yeah. they were so they were concerned about it. Um so I don't know if you mentioned this. So Waka's now on the sixty day. Mm-hmm. I, I did not mention that yet, but yes, he has moved to the sixty day. And from what I read yesterday, they are looking towards next year. Yeah. So he's done for the for, year. For, for him, yeah. yeah. So they moved him to the DL to make room for Wainwright. To yes. make room for Wainwright, yes, yes correct. Uh, Adam Wainwright did also get his uh one thousand six hundredth uh, career strikeout last night for the Cardinals, uh getting him moving him into second place all time uh for strikeouts for the wow. St. Louis Cardinals. Damn. But behind Bob Gibson, who's got about thirty one hundred. <laughs> so uh a little so, work to do. So Adam's got going to have to put some more years Gibson in. Gibson has 3,100 as a Cardinal? Uh, yes, correct. Wow. Yeah. Well, the Cardinals are the only team that he played for. I thought he was uh, in California for like a season. No, not not to my knowledge. I think he was a Cardinal his whole You're career. You're thinking of Piscotti. He's with the A's now. <laughs> uh, Carlos Martinez did pick up a save last night. Cardinals a win last night. Dodgers lose. So now we are two games up uh, over the Dodgers for that second wild card spot. Cardinals are now three and a half games back of the Cubs in the National League Central. Uh, the Cardinals did say that Wainwright would take uh, his next turn in the rotation. Cardinals Pirates again tonight. At Bush, 7.15, Miles Michaelis goes for the Cardinals. How about this weekend? You got the Dodgers in town. Going to be a big series. Big yeah, series. Huge. I'm uh, thinking of going on Sunday. Thinking of going. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go. Right, but you're thinking of it. Just check and see if it's on TV it. first. It's nice of you to think about it, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go to the, maybe I'll take the kids to the game on Sunday. And go. then come, like, Saturday night, I'll go, ah. Eh. <laughs> you're right about Gibson, by the way. I don't remember who I'm who I'm mixing them up with, but. Aaron Miles. Uh, a couple, <laughs> couple no. more Cardinal notes for you. Yadier Molina will represent the Cardinals and Major League Baseball in a series of exhibition games versus uh, Japanese professional teams in Japan in November. Marlins manager and former Riz idol Don Mattingly yep, will manage Donnie that Baseball. team. Uh, that will uh, also feature Brewers outfielder Christian Yelich, Phillies, uh, Carlos Santana, and more. Again, this all happens in November. Did uh, Molina not play yesterday? No. Four games in a row, they're saying? They're looking at the weekend, I think, for him, and it's a hamstring. If uh, I'm not mistaken, hammy. yeah, yeah. Hammy. He, hammy. I mean, he was there and he jumped out of the uh, the dugout to clap for somebody who hit a home run. So yeah. it didn't look like he was like using a walker or anything. I don't think it's too bad, right? And, and listen, I am all for goodwill in Major League Baseball, but I don't love our 36 slash 37 year old catcher having more innings in November. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, I know it's a goodwill thing, but yeah, but also it's like you're talking about Molina, right? Yeah, going over and oh, playing more exhibition but, games, putting oh more, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I. I, I see. I get it. Yeah. And this is fantastic news, Cardinal fans. I mean, we have all waited for this day. The salsa that was made by Matt Carpenter that has played a huge role mm-hmm. in this That's turnaround. That's the only reason they're year. winning. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why they're winning. Uh, the salsa 
will be for sale. Starting this Thursday, you can purchase Bueno Mojo Salsa at uh, St. Louis area schnook stores. It's going to be available in the deli section for $6.99. Carpenter said he worked with one of schnook's best chefs to create the secret recipe, and schnook's is going to donate a portion of the proceeds to Cardinals Well, Care. that's nice. So Every time he does that, you know, salsa eating motion, I don't know, I giggle. He yeah. does the he does the I, chips I, and the right. salsa. It's fine. It's just every fifteen seconds on the broadcast. It, it, it feels as though that it's that it's brought up. Uh, also, uh, last night, Monday night football doubleheader to start the season. The Jets intercepted the Lions five times oh, last man. night. I watched. I, I think I watched maybe three minutes of the game last night and. In those three minutes, they scored 21 points. Well, it's what was crazy to me is I was flipping back and forth between that Monday night game and then the Cardinal game, and it seemed like every time I turned on, Matthew Stafford for the Lions it was just horrible. getting mauled. Horrible. Um, so, uh, so five interceptions for the Jets last night. Uh, they uh, absolutely destroy the Lions, 48-17. Anybody have the Jets here? Otherwise, yeah, that was you. Jets, Jets, Maybe Jets. he's not here, whoever had him. <laughs> that was you. Uh, Jets rookie Sam Darnold went 16 for 21, 198 yards, two touchdowns. He looked good. While Lions quarterback Matt Stafford went 27 for 46 with four picks and one touchdown pass. And again, every time I checked in on this game, it looked like Stafford was uh, was on his back. Late Monday night game last night between the Raiders and the Rams. Uh, Rams quarterback Jared Goff throws for 233 and two touchdowns. Running back Todd Gurley goes for 100 in eight yards. Rams beat the Raiders 33-13. A Raiders quarterback Derek Carr threw three picks in John Gruden's return to the sideline for the Raiders. Uh, one quick trivia question for you guys. What do all seven new coaches in the NFL have in common? New coaches for the Cardinals, mm. Bears, Lions, Colts, Giants, Titans, and Raiders. I know, so I'm not going to play. What do they have in common? All losers in week one of the season. So uh, welcome to the NFL there, uh, gentlemen. All right, so how do we all do in our Pick'em Challenge week one officially in the books? So there's seven of us, including uh, our dear buddy Anthony Stalter from ESPN Radio, co-host of The Turn at 1 o'clock. Uh, and you'd think the sports guy would, would I mean, dominate. Well, I'll tell you what, he didn't win. <laughs> but he even said when he was here on Friday that week one was... For him. What was Don't make excuses for him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I told him I'd give him tips, but he wanted to go Don't with make his experience and I, knowledge. Hey, I, and got crap. I got it. I got it. He shouldn't have any excuses. He's a sports guy. Right, right. I smashed in my league, by the way. In the fantasy league, smashed. And I did real well here. All right, well, here's how it shook out in the Riz Show Pick'em Challenge as far as the VIP go, uh, the VIP standings go. Uh, and who will be getting shot in the tush with the airsoft rifle? Uh, I came in first place. Thank you very much. Ten wins. And I say first place. Uh, you got ten wins as well, Moon. But with the tiebreaker, I'm ranked higher than you. With the tiebreaker, what? With oh, the tiebreaker. With, with the score? Yeah, with the score No, the tiebreaker tie is to whose name's on the show out here. Out no, no, I'm in 308th <laughs> place, and Moon is in 514th place. What was, uh, what was the score that you predicted? I forget. I got it written down somewhere. It was ended up being 46, right? It's 33-13? Uh, yes. Damn. Uh, King Scott in third place. How about that? Yeah, Scott! Nine wins. Woo! Way to go, man. Jeff Burton, eight wins in fourth place. Donnie Fandango, eight wins yeah. Yeah. in fifth place. So it's either Tony Patrico or Anthony Stalter in last place. <laughs> At this point, it's not me, so who cares? Both of them, only seven wins. So it came down to the tiebreaker. And 
getting shot in the tush for week number one is Anthony Stalter. Oh, well, welcome oh, to the competition, goodness. sir. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that's, that's a heck of a way does to he start. Know, does he know? Does he know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, does he know that he lost? I don't yeah. know about that. Inform he, him, he, Jeff, that he's lost. He yeah. knows about the airsoft rifle. Yeah, he's, he was pretty sure that it was going to be him. So it didn't Well, it came down to the tiebreaker last night, and yikes. Boy, oh, boy. Yikes. <laughs> Joe, he beat me in fantasy football by 100 points. It was one of the worst fantasy football weeks I've ever had. Like 175 to 69, embarrassing-like. Well, get him next week, Tiger. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Anything else, Donnie? Uh, yeah, one, yeah, one final thing in sports. Uh, Blues fans, wait is almost over. Training camp begins on Friday. Wow. Sessions open to the public uh, at St. Louis Outlet Mall on Friday and at the Enterprise Center on Saturday. Uh, the only way to uh, to end this is is clearly Blues news. with a big gigantic them, Let's Go Blues. A, a bunch of players uh, were out at Bell Reeve yesterday playing golf. Yeah, I think I'm actually, after we get done on Friday, depending on how much work I get done, I might go out to the to, to the outlet mall and, and oh, watch yeah? them skate a little bit. I'm, nice. I am ready to roll with this. But that is sports. That's all, all right. I got. Thank you, Donnie. And it's brought to you by the 123 Mortgage Team, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS 12901. All right, this is a, a story you got to pay attention to, okay? A lot of layers here. So we go to Kingsport, Virginia, and we go back to last year. Let's go back to last year for a moment. Are we there? Here we are. Deputies pulled over Rachel Eaves after somebody reported a white pickup truck nearly hitting a guardrail multiple times on the highway. Rachel smelled like booze, and there were empty whiskey bottles on the floorboard, so... She said she was drunk, and she was right. A breath test showed that her blood alcohol content was nearly three times the legal limit. Where was Rachel going? By the way, all boozed up. She was on her way to jail to serve 30 days for a previous DUI oh. conviction. I was going to guess Mensa meeting. Nope. She was nope. pre-gaming because the beer in jail is so expensive. Has <laughs> <laughs> that toilet wine. <laughs> Okay, so she was arrested, charged with felony DUI, her third in five years. Flash forward to January. While on bond for that third DUI, and on the day she was let go for jail, from jail for the second DUI, Rachel arrested again for DUI. Someone may have an issue. She was a driving drunk with her four-year-old kid in the back seat. Oh. Back in May, she pleaded guilty to the third DUI. Then during his sentencing hearing in July, she admitted to doing meth and drinking beer before going to court. A judge sent her to jail, revoked her bond, and rescheduled her sentencing. That brings us to August 31st. The judge sentenced Rachel to serve one year and six months in prison, pay a $1,000 fine, and her driver's license was revoked for 99 years. <laughs> so there's still a chance for her to drive. Technically, yes. Wow. Wow. She's if there's any got family around, let's do an intervention. Yeah. So there you go. From Kingsport, Virginia, Rachel Eaves. You are today's Headline Hoosh. Crap on Celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Yesterday was the season premiere of The Talk, and I know you probably taped it, so I don't want to... No spoiler uh, alert. I already here. watched it. Okay. 
And uh, not surprisingly, Julie Chen was not there. Julie Chen is married to Les Moonves. I was so curious as to how this was going to go down. So Les Moonves, head of CBS. Now six women have come forward saying he's done awful things to them. Six more women. Six more women. Julie Chen, his wife, on The Talk, which is, I believe, on CBS. Yes, how is she going to address it? Well, she stepped away from the show, she said, for a few days to be with family. and she's, But she will be back on Big Brother on Thursday. Don't worry. Because is it really Big Brother without her? Uh, no big surprise there. Less than 24 hours after her husband, as we said, uh, left CBS. Six more women, sexual misconduct allegations. Total now is at 12. The other ladies were there. The other ladies did do the talk. And uh, Sharon Osbourne uh, says she was diplomatic as possible at first, but... Now, after seven more women have come out, the stories are so similar, the pattern is so similar, mm-hmm. that for me, he's not been convicted of any crime, but obviously the man has a problem. I like to say that Mr. Moonvest has stepped down and Mr. Moonvest is an extremely wealthy man. And good luck to him for being a wealthy man. He's worked hard. He made this network number one. Okay. So here's a question for you, though. She does go on to say that, and and by the way, the, this is the season premiere, and I think at the beginning of the clip that I didn't use there, she said it's season eight or season nine. Mm, yeah. And I think both of them have been on, her and Julie Chen have been on the whole time. Is yeah, that Yeah, you know whose show it is? It's Sarah Gilbert's show, uh, uh, Darlene right. from Man. It's really her show. Like She's the producer. Hmm, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. What I'm getting at here is you and I worked together for eight years, let's say. Yeah. I'm going to know your significant other. She says in that, in, in on the show yesterday, that she she largely doesn't know Les Moonves. I understand he's the head of a network, so he's not hanging around in the hallways. Yeah, I heard her on uh, Sharon Osbourne on Howard Stern last week, and they, uh, Howard Stern brought that up. Like, hey, do you guys hang out? Yeah, she was like, hey, you know, I know I pass him in the halls and say hello, and I know him as her husband, and that's it. That's really it. Isn't that weird to you? Like, you work with somebody for eight years, a, but I guess it's a different animal. Yeah, it's a when total it's, different animal. Yeah. So she does say that uh, she that everybody there is totally supportive of Julie Chen. Okay, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, as far as uh, Les Moonves is concerned, his replacement, at least temporarily, has been named. It's their COO, uh, Joseph Ianello. Okay. I'm assuming it's COO, and he's not the coup. No, he's not the coup. Okay, it's the C- he's the COO. From, so from what I was reading, so if, if all charges they did this internal vest- investigation, if all charges are kind of dismissed, he gets 120 million. Wow. Uh, and I'm not sure if, like, maybe, like, if only one thing winds up being true, he gets this amount or he gets zero. I don't know. Yeah, it says here if he's absolved of all guilt, whatever that might mean to CBS or whomever, he gets $120 million, And then he, along with CBS together, are going to take 20 of that million and donate it. Well, I hope he's going to be okay with $100 mil. Yeah, hopefully he can get by. I don't know. You got a budget. Probably have to start working at Trader Joe's. Yeah. He did say, he has been saying all along that uh, everything is quote-unquote untrue, all the allegations made against him. However, in a statement to The New Yorker, he did cop to some wrongdoing. And here's a quote. The appalling allegations that my conduct toward uh, a female physician some 20 years ago are untrue. What is true and what I deeply regret is that I tried to kiss the doctor. Nothing more happened. So he is admitting to a little something at okay. least. So, uh, former Disney star, and you'll know this guy's face if you see him, David Henry, was arrested yesterday for bringing a loaded gun to an airport in L.A. He was on— um, Is that a new rule? 
You can't do that? I think it's a few weeks old at least. He was on uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. He was also uh, Ted's uh, future son, Luke, on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. 29 years old now. A gun was discovered when he was going through security. He later apologized on social media, and there was nothing untoward about it. It was just a dumb mistake. I take responsibility, unintentionally brought my legally owned gun, which is registered in my name, to the airport, humiliated, embarrassed, you know, that sort of thing. So it's not like he was trying to shoot the place up. He just forgot he had a loaded gun with him. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Remember I had a knife confiscated from me? Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah, I remember that. I, uh, you know, had a, a knife, pocket knife and went to the airport. The airport shuttle was right behind me. Normally I pat myself down prior to going into the terminal. Uh, parked at the airport. The shuttle was right behind me, kind of like tailing me as I was pulling into the parking spot. So I, ca- I felt kind of rushed. And I didn't pat myself down. So as I got to TSA, in the line, I said, oh, my God, I got my knife on me. As I was emptying my pockets, you know, to put them into the, into the bin, very dirty bin, we learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the TSA guy. I said, hey, man, I, uh, I have a knife on me. He said, uh, can you guys hold it until I, <laughs> yeah. until nope. I come back? Nope. So I'm kind of whispering. like, hey, right. man, can you uh, hook your brother up here? And he goes, hey, guys, this guy wants me to hold his knife for him. This guy over here, yeah, he's got the Yankee hat on. <laughs> yeah, that guy, very handsome guy. Yes, he wants. <laughs> okay, now we're. Get a lot of this guy. He wants us to hold his knife. You hear that, Fred? <laughs> Look at that. You didn't have to do that, right. you jerk. You made me throw it away. And I know he went to the garbage. Oh, yeah, that knife is in his junk drawer at home right now. I know it. You know it is. I know it. At least he called you handsome. Yes. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I may have added that for effect. (laughs) Over the uh, past month, it seems that the universe just does not like Post Malone. He's a very successful artist, so other things in his life, you know, they got to balance out. First, he was on a plane, if you remember, recently that had an emergency landing. Remember that? He flipped out. He got on social media and said, can't believe I'm still, uh, still alive. Very nasty car wreck recently, and now armed robbers kind of sort of broke into his house, but not really. Three male suspects broke into a place where he used to live, thinking it was still his place. Mm-hmm. Pistol whipped the new resident of the place. Oh, my God. Can Jeez. you imagine somebody breaking into your house, pistol whipping you, and then going, where's Post Malone? That's They were yelling, where's Post Malone? Wow. He doesn't live there anymore. And they stole a bunch of cash, jewelry, cell phones. They took oh my God, $20,000 worth of stuff. Holy cow. And I don't, at least last I saw, they hadn't been caught yet. So well, That sucks. Anybody, uh, anybody yeah, here? And you know, by the way, that's like uh, a thing they had. Like, uh, like uh, would tell everybody, "Hey, you know whose house I'm in? Post Malone used to live here." Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys just moved, yeah, into Post Malone's old house. Oh, that's dope! <laughs> wow, man, that's cool. Anybody watch The Voice in here? A chance? No. No? no. Uh, you're not going to care about this story, but they're adding another version of that show. Kelsey Ballerini is going to be doing the uh, the hosting of the thing, but she's not replacing anybody because they're taking this thing online. It's a brand-new online phase of the, of the show called The Comeback Stage, and this is what you do. She'll personally select six people, six performers, sorry, who did not get their the, the, the turn, you know, the chair turn thing during mm-hmm. the blind auditions, and she coaches them, and then they go online, and two at a time they have a so new— So the losers. Yes, the losers go to this online program or online show, and then if you win that, you get to go back on the— mm. uh, 
on the television program. So it's there's uh, more stuff for me not to watch. <laughs> that's exactly. Man, I was thinking I was the exact same thing. I can't wait to not watch that. It's going to be so very cool. Uh, who was a fan of the movie Nacho Libre back in the day? Uh, I mean, it was uh, my kids like it. I don't not think one I've of Jack it. Black's uh, best yeah. works. I remember taking Benjamin to see that, and Benjamin asking if we could leave early. Really? That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he was, was 06. Yeah. yeah, it was not. You know, it was not, not great. One of my favorite thing. I got no. to do, I got to uh, interview him on the phone, and he had just had a kid. I think it was at the time, right, right around that time. And my young, I told my youngest, who was a big fan of his, that I was going to be interviewing him. And she said, since it's Nacho Libre, say that you should name your kid Nacho Baby. Mm. That's my big takeaway from the big Jack Black interview. Mm. Anyway, the reason why I bring that up is we may have a sequel to wow. Nacho Libre. Great. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let's just say he wants to do it. Well, he was like the farm. Was he a, worked on a farm or somewhere in Mexico? He snuck off to be a, a, a wrestler. Right, but I thought he wasn't he a priest. Yeah, I thought he was, oh, a, priest. was a priest. Yeah, priest. yeah. Okay, in the film, uh, he he plays Ignacio, a yeah. cook for a Mexican no, no. orphanage who turns to wrestling after he was robbed for the tortilla chips he You're was collecting. All wrong. He was for the orphans. <laughs> he was a cook for the orphanage. Yeah, right. I knew you knew it yeah. in a Catholic church. The movie was made for $35 million. It made about $100 million. Wow, okay. So, Success. I remember, uh, who was the guy, uh, which Wayans was it that was in uh, Major Pain? Damon Wayans. I interviewed him, and I asked him about doing a sequel to that, and he goes, nobody's ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> Good reason, I guess. Uh, yesterday, we talked about the band Paramore not going to be playing their big hit, Misery Business. Yeah, I remember Misery Business, guys? This song here. It just feels so uh-uh. Don't you Not play that. It. Don't you do Not that now. Uh, and uh, somebody, so somebody asked Slash about Guns N' Roses music from back in the day and how it translates now. And he said, yeah. He said, yes, yeah, some of that stuff uh, is, definitely is a, uh, is a big deal. He basically says some of it is very, very like some Guns N' Roses anti-female lyrics. Yeah, I mean, that they had sort some questionable thing. things back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've, been, I've been wrestling with this one. I get. I mean, I I I get not wanting to support the line that you wrote back. This is the Paramore one I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. So why not play the song? Why not put it out there? Do this press release and all that and blah blah blah. That you're gonna that you're changing the words live. Yeah, I think that's what she's done in the past, but they just decided not to do it so at maybe all. They're just tired of playing it. Yeah, could be. Yeah, that's true. This is. A and great I was thinking of uh, when I heard that Paramore's not going to play that song. I was thinking of Def Leppard, and how many times have they played Pour Some Sugar on Me? Mm. How many times in concert have they played that? Oh, Probably God. a I billion mean, times. Tens yeah. of thousands. Right? Yeah. I mean, thousands upon thousands of yeah. times. I mean, do you go through your catalog and just go lyric line by lyric line and go, eh, No, I'm just saying, that, getting tired of a song. I mean, that's what... That's oh, just what, getting tired of a song, yeah. That's what people that. come out to see. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you know that Queen movie's coming oh, out. By, by the way, so what about Slash? What well, do you say? He just basically says that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, there is some of that in there, but it's not that big of a deal. It wasn't like that. We didn't have that particular relationship with girls. It was uh, a lot more the other way around <laughs> in some cases. Anyway, so um, some of the songs and all that were sort of sexist in, in their own way, but not to be taken that seriously. You know, I, I don't think they were malicious. Or... Ah, just jokes. Yeah, it's just, just jokes, jokes, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get what he's saying, too, but it's interesting. That's an interesting reference after you mentioned uh, the Beastie Boys yesterday with, with girls. Oh, yeah. Because that, that, that got me thinking about that, too. I was like, oh, yeah, that one is a, that is direct. Obviously, it's like tongue-in-cheek, but I don't think a lot of people knew that or would take it that way, especially these days. 
Yeah, but remember uh, the Beastie Boys towards the end of their run. I mean, we're pretty big activists. I wouldn't even say towards the end of their run. I mean, yeah, I really so. starting before the, the ill communication record in yeah. 94 is yeah. when, I mean, because they were full-on Buddhist at that particular point because remember the the songs, there was a couple of instrumentals that were on ill communication that I think had, uh, that were like Buddhist titles. Mm. So, I mean, that there theirs was, was definitely a process, that's for sure. Anybody have any jobs in the past that they're not necessarily embarrassed about, but they were not exactly proud of? You asked me about a... this before. I, I mean, I'm just run through the list here. I didn't have that many jobs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't hopping from job to job. I, I mean, I was a, I worked for a landscaping company. When I, that was my first job. Uh, worked at a grocery store. I was a cashier. Worked at McDonald's. Uh, worked at Chrysler for a little while at a parts plant, uh, and then radio. Hmm. I was in custodial services. So you're a janitor. I was a janitor. I was a janitor as well at the soccer park. No way. Yeah, I was. I, at, I, uh... were, I was at soccer park from the ground floor up, man. I was cutting grass. I was lining fields. I was cleaning the grill. I was washing the toilet. Everything. I was picking everything. the uh, scraping the gum out from underneath the uh, chairs and desks. At hey, listen, it's school. honest work. Yeah. I cleaned the you? meat clean the meat department at Shop and Save in Florissant was my uh, was my very first job. That was not a lot. Like of cleaned fun. the slicer and yeah, take it apart. Yeah, and uh, you know, like you had to use like the high pressure uh, power washer on the floor to get yeah. all the the blood and stuff off the floor. Uh, it, it, I could not go out immediately following work. One of my <laughs> fondest memories. One of my fondest memories of working at the grocery store was my uh, my friend was in the deli department, and uh, they had the rotisserie chickens. And his sleeve got caught in the rotisserie, like, spinner, and he lit on fire. <laughs> and he ran throughout the store on fire. I don't want to laugh at this, but I'm about to laugh. So I'm apo- I apologize no, beforehand. <laughs> it was funny. And ironically, uh, a couple months later, his car caught on fire out in the parking lot. With rotisserie chickens. No, I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, uh, Mike, uh, your car's on fire. Out in the bargain lot. <laughs> they believe you immediately. He oh, you're uh, kidding. he didn't believe in a, in a in a cap for his oil, like an oil cap. He didn't believe in those. Does he not? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, reason, reason why I bring this up: Ashley Judd was in, on an old episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation in back in '91. Amanda Seyfried uh, was a cover model for a young adult novels back in '03. Ty- Are you talking about like things like uh, early in their careers yeah, they're not yeah, proud before, of? Yeah, exactly. So uh, some of the titles that she was a cover model for, My First Love and Other Disasters, Love and Betrayal and Hold the Mail. That was another book that she was a cover model for. Is it Idris Elba? Idris. Idris, Idris Elba uh, delivered a space pizza on a British TV show called uh, Space Precinct back in 1994. Jennifer Lawrence was a high school mascot on an episode of Monk. Back in 2006, I loved that program. Her appearance lasted only 44 seconds, and she was in full costume for all of eight. So no, you wouldn't even. But these be able are, to I see mean, it. these are jobs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like an, a struggling actor just trying to do something. That's right? like sure. Joe versus the volcano for uh, for Tom Hanks. Okay, so I have some audio in there, and I know that you'll see the title or who it is. Don't say who it is, but this lady who's very familiar or very very famous now, voice did some voice work on a pinball game. The game was called Medieval Madness. And it was a pretty popular game, and this this was part of the promo for it when it first came out. See if you can tell who this is. This is like totally medieval. Any idea? Huge comic actress right now. This is back in 1997. 
This is like totally medieval. She's all movies now. She used to be on a very historic sitcom or comedy show. Is it? Um, yes, it is. It's uh, Veep. Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, but right in the same vein. I was thinking that exact same thing, but if you if that was ninety seven, she was a huge star by ninety seven. Uh, you're right. Yeah, she was on Seinfeld. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The answer this is, is somebody that didn't hit till the two thousands. Do you know the answer? Yeah, I do. I don't. Well, no. Go ahead, Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey. Yeah. Now that you know it. Tina Fey. Now that you know it, it kind of sounds like. Yeah. Let me play it again. This is like totally medieval. You know, before he was hugely famous in St. Louis Radio, King Scott did a a, a McDonald's commercial. Actually, maybe oh, a, yeah? maybe a couple of them. Yeah, uh-huh. he's he's uh, funny enough. Short red hair guy driving through a uh, uh, a drive through on a John Deere like riding tractor. Huh. Yeah. Why do we and not that, have video of this? And that's oh, when we... they stopped him and said, "Hey, we should do a commercial with that." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crappy birthdays. Elizabeth Henstridge is 31. She is a Jenna uh, Gemma Simmons on Agents of Shield. Charles Kelly. That is the or uh, how many people are in uh, Lady Antebellum? Ooh, are there a lot of them? I thought there was only two, but I could be making well, that Charles up. Charles Kelly is uh, a Lady Antebellum singer. His older brother is Josh Kelly, who's also a singer. Charles is a Grammy. Uh, Josh is married to Catherine Heigl. Charles is 37. Ludacris is 41. Luda. Taraji P. Henson, Cookie on Empire, is 48. Harry Connick Jr. is 51. Moby. How old is Moby? Moby is 52. Moby's 53. I was going to say 52. Nice job. Tommy Shaw. Who's that? You don't know Tommy Shaw? I'm sure I do. uh, Sticks. Tommy Shaw is 65. Uh, Amy Madigan. Kevin Costner's wife in Field of Dreams is 68. Mickey Hart, the Grateful Dead drummer, is 75. And Brian De Palma, famous director, Brian De Palma. I mean, he he directed some awesome movies. Uh, the original Carrie, uh, Dressed to Kill, uh, Mission Impossible, Carlito's Way, The Untouchables, Wise Guys, Scarface. Wow. Brian De Palma is 78 years old. Damn. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Luscious Lopez. And today's birthday girl has been stuffed more than the backpacks at a skydiving facility in 338 fine films, including Ass for Days. She was in Ass Like Whoa. She was in Ass Angels. How about Ass Almighty, Volume 2? She was in The Ass Titans. She was in Ass Jazz. (laughs) I'm sensing a theme. What? Yeah, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Ass, Ass, and More Ass? Mm. Yep, you were right. Okay. You were right. About that. Funny enough, very I self-conscious about that. her rear end. I bet she does that one thing. Luscious Lopez is 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. Phone number 314-969-DUDE. Well, not yet. I guess we don't have that number yet. Nope, no. that does not work. That's, That's Riz a, in the that future. Does not talk. work, okay. <laughs> future Riz says. 
It's a 3146 Walker. That's the phone number. 3146 Walker. Cameras and socials. 105.com slash Riz and at R-I-Z-Z show. And uh, your emails. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Just got an email from the reception. Hey, there are donuts in the break room. Yeah. So I guess let's just open up a location around here. And uh, how many boxes are in there? I didn't go in there. 700. I mean, there's a lot. There's so Donnie leaves the studio, <laughs> grabs a donut, and comes back in here looking kind of dejected a little bit. Like, hmm, okay. His dauber was down. Well, I said, hey, buddy, what's up? I guess somebody made a comment as he was grabbing a donut. No way. A com- what do you mean a comment? Well, I was actually walking back to the studio, and I believe that it was Learn had said something about all the guys are taking the donuts or something like that. Oh, learn, uh, was it learn from Casey? Right. But then, so so that kind of, so she said that to another lady here in the office, and that lady, like, directly locked eyes with me and, and called us, save some for us, you piglets. Oh, Holy damn. cow, what? Like, wow. like that is legitimately the say, word that you, was used. When you say this lady, you're saying that because you don't even know who this person There's is. I, I, I do Grab not. Donuts. Yeah, I do not know her name. I, I am not particularly sure that we have met, um, but uh, apparently I am a piglet. And I have to say this, that like of the million times that we get, like I hardly ever get the donuts. You just had a hankering. I just had a hankering. It just <laughs> looked good. Well, it's even worse because we're new to the building. You don't even know who it was. No, I do not. <laughs> I just I had not. an exchange with somebody in the kitchen where I said, hey, man, you know, we've had a few conversations. I said, hey, I was on your Instagram page yesterday. Wouldn't have pegged you as a college football that- fan. She goes, yeah, that wasn't my page. Uh-huh. <laughs> the yeah. fact that you're creeping on Instagram pages already is, is astonishing. Not but- creeping. It just came up in my in, nah, in it's my creeping. Danny, I was, right, I was right behind you to go in there and check out the donuts, and I went in, and I was going to get coffee, and there were so many people in there. There was enough that I didn't know that it made me uncomfortable. I threw the cup away and walked out. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to. If I go get donuts from the from the commissary over here, I don't want to be judged. I'm still I'm still in that. And what did I'm, I do? I'm still in that vibe where if I'm in a in, in a room that's only that size with that many people I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable. So here. I don't want to be judged. So I sent Jeff to get me one. Yeah, and what did I say <laughs> while I was in there? I'm getting two, but one's for Riz. So, <laughs> did you? You jerk. Totally so, so I'm in here battling uh, being called a piglet, and the first thing that I do is spill a gigantic glob of jelly on yes, my shorts. Yes, he did. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's, it that's didn't nice. hit the ground, though, right? No, but I mean, you like, pig. look, like oh, it is not it is not oh. small. Oh, like, not a great oh, area, oh, either. That's not a great area. Did you get that with your finger and then eat it? Because that's a lot of jelly. No, I did not. What a pig. I used the napkin. What a pig. I used the napkin. And then licked it off the napkin? That's gross. I didn't lick it off of anything. I just just cleaned it up. I don't know. We had a uh, a donut police here. (laughs) (laughs) Piglets. Uh, Sure, they were a marathoner too, right? Hey, guys. You know who's on the phone? Uh, Tony Patrico's on the phone. You're missing donut day. Yeah, I know. That's right here. I'm out, and they celebrate with donuts. That's yeah. Or does. donuts uh, come into the building, and all of a sudden you're on the phone. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I smelled something in the air. I only, smelled uh, it. Only one, you pig. <laughs> wow. Might as well have said that. I mean, there's no reason. And also, too, and I mean, I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. I mean, eyes locked on mine. Like, no, there was no one else that she was talking to. It was me. Might as well take one, you disgusting slob. Uh, I almost said that, right? Bruce. Same thing. Uh, Tony, hello. How's Florida? Uh, it's great, man. It's beautiful. I'm uh, sitting on the deck right now on my tank top. Oh, great. Oh, tank some of the tanks. Yes. Uh, 
Tank top. Yeah, Summer of Tanks, man. Down there in Florida, too. All right, so you uh, you uh, won the competition, the uh, Real or Fake competition, on Friday. Fantastic news. It, it felt good on my way down here. King Scott has been serving out his punishment with Carl the Mannequin. I've seen on social media that Carl's been making his way around St. Louis. Carl went to a wake yesterday, actually. Oh, Carl nice. was at a funeral parlor, which is unbelievable. Weird. <laughs> Carl actually from... knew the person. Anyway, too. so uh, <laughs> as the King of Cans, as the King of Cans, Tony, you get to pick the new punishment. Uh, for this competition, which begins today. Correct. And you had given us three different options. Yes. Now, let's let's run, and we all have to agree on this. Everybody in the competition has to agree on the, on, on, on what the punishment's going to be. So, give me the first two, the, one, the ones we didn't pick. Okay, option number one was five minutes in the ring-slash-cage with a professional MMA a professional boxer. Nope. I enjoy the spirit of that. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was I down. enjoy the spirit of that. There's no way this company will allow us to do that. Okay. There's so that's no out. Way. I, I even asked uh, the boss. They don't want us kicking anybody's ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I even asked the boss. He said, absolutely not. <laughs> I I beat up, uh, if I beat up an MMA guy, then the company gets sued. Right, which exactly I would have been, right. been okay with that. I would have I been okay with that company, with that Particular punishment. Me too, but Jeff and Scott aren't fighters. Right, yeah, it was just the two of us. We're the See, only ones. Don't who be too confident, to Moon. <laughs> don't get too confident. Man, I'm just having fun. Okay, what okay, was option so that, two? So that's off the table. Option two was, and we've talked about this a lot lately, tattoo roulette. Okay. Tattoo and so roulette. basically basically what we would have done is we would have gotten together five designs and then the loser would have basically spun the wheel and whatever it lands on, that's what tattoo they get. And the best part about it was they spin the wheel blindly, so you don't even know what tattoo it is until it's unveiled after it's already on your body. Oh. So, oh, listeners submitted tattoos? Yeah, so listeners submit tattoos, and then the five of us pick five tattoos. So there's five on the table, and then the loser basically blindly gets one of those five tattoos. Well, I would have been okay with that. Me too. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, I think so too, depending on... Certain things. Dude, like you guys, there would be certain parameters yeah, that would have to be yeah. set. No penises, no oh, right, really? no like swastikas. You guys are so <laughs> numb to this. That is horrible. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's funny. <laughs> it's yeah, it's very funny. permanently <laughs> on your body somewhere. It's hilarious. Yes, it is do funny. That. Yeah, there would be some parameters like no racist stuff. Well, right, but know, still, no genitalia. Yeah, I'm gonna get a unicorn neck tattoo. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like that. Uh, Moon was down, Jeff was down, King Scott. That's a negative for King Scott. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have any tattoos. Yeah, the canvas yeah. is still clean. So that's out. So here we go. This is the punishment. We've all agreed on this this next one. Option number three, and the punishment for this round of real or fake is world's earliest Christmas caroler. There it is. <laughs> world's earliest Christmas caroler. Now, now I'll explain. We need to discuss so, this. Yeah, so, so here, here's, here's basically how this will work. The competition, even let's say it goes 10 weeks, is still going to be a ways away from Christmas, okay? Mm -hmm. We're talking probably early November. And that's even if it goes that far. So what happens is, is we will do this early in the morning. You will dress up from head to toe like one of the old school Christmas carolers. We will put you in a neighborhood. You will knock on doors, and you will sing carols to at least ten houses. Ten houses. Now, what neighborhood? We will discuss the neighborhood. Now, it's not going to be somewhere where your life will be in danger. Here's what I'm obviously. thinking. Oh, okay, so not I, in St. Louis. May I throw out, <laughs> may I throw out a suggestion? 
Yes. That we get a a map of St. Louis and the surrounding county. And throw a dart? And throw a dart at it. Ooh. Ooh. I love it. Now, I love it. we throw the dart at the end of the competition. Not at the beginning, okay. but at the end. Okay. So like, here's I love where that. we're going. So all areas are open then? Every area is open. Okay. From <laughs> Ferguson to Wildwood. Man, if you if you if you're yeah. if you're at the, t- <laughs> if the tail end yeah. of the competition, you're not doing so well. You better start practicing darts. Well, who throws the dart? Oh, the winner throws the winner the dart. has to. The winner throws the dart. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> winner throws the dart, and I'm talking. We're we're not. I'm, I mean, get knock knock knock, knock knock knock. People answer the door, and you go good morning, and then jingle bells, mm-hmm. and you have to go from start to finish, and then you go to the uh, next house. Winner blindfolded to throw the dart. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but you'll see the map, and you could kind of aim that way, but you got to be blindfolded. You'll I like that. you see the map before you're blindfolded. Yeah, that's cool. There's no way you get all the way through Jingle Bells without somebody slamming away. I would think. Or would there think will so. be people that will be loving it. Yeah, it depends mm-hmm. on yeah. who's singing. And I mean, and I'm talking, Riz, Riz, you know exactly what type of outfit I'm talking oh. about, correct? Like Maybe with carrying the candle. a lantern. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still what, have one. I don't know if it fits. What time? What time of the morning? Eight o'clock? I, I would assume, yeah, well, I mean, we could either do, we could do, we could do, we could do eight o'clock, but we got to remember, if we do eight o'clock, some people are already going to be gone for work. We could do right at six if you want. Oh, six too uh, early. That's waking people up. Six yeah. too early. I don't want to wake anybody up. Yeah. Although, All right, that'd so be let's, say, let's agree, let's agree eight o'clock. Eight o'clock? Eight's still pretty do, early for some people. Do, do we want to do eight o'clock or do we want to do like, Seven o'clock at night. I think you do at night. You do, or because I, I mean, I think you've got way more of a chance of somebody being at home and getting, you know, like, yeah, good point, killed. Good point. Yeah, getting their firearm. I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, you, and then you throw right, so in you the fact that seven o'clock at night too. You want to do seven o'clock at night? Or would let's, like let's do, let's do let's do. I think we should do because think about it this way: you could let's say it is eight o'clock in the morning. You could knock on fifteen houses and only have two people answer. Yeah. At seven o'clock at night, you got a better percentage of somebody being home. Okay. Or, or you do here's something a, like nine a.m. on a Saturday morning. Everybody here's a question: yeah. work on Saturday. You pick out ten houses, <laughs> house three, you knock and nobody answers. Does that count? And you move on or no? No, no, they no, got to answer no. the door. They got to answer. No, you the have door. to sing. Okay, open so, doors. So it's ten houses that open the door and you sing to. Mm-hmm. It is essentially ten songs. Right. Yep. Right, right, the Christmas Carol of your choice. Yep. Can, can we do one song throughout the entire? Because I can't memorize that many songs. You know, you know Christmas. You better carols. bring a book with some lyrics yeah, you, to it. Oh yeah, you can have, have a binder. Book. Okay, as long as I get the book. And you said, is it the same song ten times or? No, it could be whatever. Okay. You can do whatever you want. It's got to be Christmas Carol. Yeah. Nothing you made up either. None of your wacky songs. <laughs> I love you know, I you know all sing... those, those wacky Christmas carols that you've written. I say, I've written a whole bunch of wacky Christmas Who knows carols. with you? I think Scott was a little offended there. <laughs> Who, Who knows, knows with you? <laughs> My wacky songs. Wayne Newton's looking I'll, for Listen, new songs. I'll, I'll later on play one of your wacky songs. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm talking about. His new video. Oh, yeah. You're getting another oh, spin. Don't watch that before bed. You'll have nightmares. <laughs> it is wild. Is that released? Not yet. Not yet. We're well, going to do it. Yet. Yeah, five minutes before the Greek. No, it's kidding. We're going to wait till <laughs> yours and until that's a few weeks after the problem. Right, nobody knows what you're talking about. Right? No. <laughs> it's all right. It'll but be I want to play your song, though. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's set. Time. Good to go. I, I'm, Earliest I'm, Christmas, uh, Christmas caroler. I'm excited. Yes.
uh, dart on the map of St. Louis by the winter, and wherever it is, you're going. <laughs> and you know what? Don't anybody say this is easy for Moon because he's a singer. A, he's not going to lose. And two, it's still embarrassing to sing in November in somebody's front yard. Sure. <laughs> yes. Or front porch. All right, Tom. By yourself, remember. By yourself. By yeah, yourself. by yourself, yeah. Good to go? I think we're good. I'm in. All right, have fun in Florida. Thanks, man. I'm going to have lunch with Winnie the Pooh. All right. We'll see you. Tell Pooh we said hi. When is he back? Is he back Monday? He's back Monday. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff. I hope you have a terrible time. Love you, buddy. Love you, man. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Tony Patrico. I had to get that jab in. I did. I I said it on a tee for myself and everything. And the competition begins now. Oh, come on. Bring him back. Boobs. Week number one of our competition, real or fake? Sponsored by Scarlet's Cabaret and by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. All right, so you have Tony's picks? I do. Donnie? We're good to go, guys? Yep. We're all at zero. Everybody's at zero. Written down. I'm ready to do this. All right. We're going to make our picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. It's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. You're locked at your two points. If you're right, zero points locked out. If you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So, Jeff, let's get into it. A description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, oddly, very, very large breasts. Uh, there is some ink. It looks like a chest plate ink that has been uh, pixelated out what for us. What do you on? Uh, this is photo number one. Yeah, you're looking at Oh, two. I'm week one, entry two. I thought you wanted to go with number two first. No, no. <laughs> this week you want to go number one first? Go number one, yes. Oh, okay. All right, that's what you want to do. <laughs> so <it>. weird. <laughs> so All right, we're trying something new, guys. Uh, we're going to do <laughs> entry number one first, and my goodness, this young lady takes care of herself. Let's just put it that way. She's got big she old boobies. She does. She has got a, I believe that's a purple bra with a lot of lace around it. Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't have no pants on. she got her... Um, Panties. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> showing a little hip bone. I know I'm looking in the wrong area, but she's showing a little hip bone. Uh, pretty thin young lady, and uh, they're very, very nice. Okay, so I will, uh, I will make the first guess, and I am guessing, and that's really it is. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing real. Real photo number one. Tony went real. Moon goes good for her. Real. Jeff Burton. Oh my gosh, I went real. And King Scott. And so glad you want to go out for dinner. Uh, yes, and they're real. Okay. <laughs> All real on photo number one. Jeff? Yo. Photo number two. So you want to go with two? I don't We're know if you heard, but next. she does have a uh, chest plate tattoo that is pixelated yes, out to make it a little more difficult for us, I would imagine. She also did her nails. <laughs> on what three side? out of ten. <laughs> yeah, six weeks ago. Yeah, six three weeks, weeks ago. ago. <laughs> she, she's, she's doing the uh, <clears throat> the three finger cover and then the surf's up, hang loose. Yeah, like the pinkies out. <laughs> yeah, bro. Thumbs out. <laughs> does look like she's married, or at least she's got a ring on. And these also very, very large. She's kind of pushing in and up as well. Yes. King Scott. On this say? one, I went real. real. Jeff Burton. I went real, sir. Moon. I went good for her, real. Tony went? I don't know how you're paying attention to fingernails. He went real. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a difference. It does make a difference. I know there are boobs out there, but you got to get a look at the whole picture, Donnie. I'm not well, sure what difference it makes. But it makes it different. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and uh, agree to disagree here, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, real for me as well. All real on photo number two. And Jeff, finally, photo number, photo 
number three, they, her boobs are so big, her boobs have their own boobs. <laughs> and her boobs' boobs are bigger than your boobs. These things are ginormous. These actually look like I thought somebody was half-mooning me at first. Yes. Yeah. That's how big they are. And what do you think this is? A cocktail dress? Is this a bra? What is this? I don't know what Because it's got is. like a top to it almost. Ski mask? Up by the neck. <laughs> Either way. You this know is, what? Is this is lingerie, dude. Is it a corset? Could be. So, look at the bottom. Is it attached to it? Like the shirt, if you will? That's I've reached out to her to ask her. It's silky. It's a whole outfit. It is a whole outfit. You know what? I wonder if that what's what we're seeing on top is pulled up. No, 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 no. You can see it attached. It's almost like it almost looks like it's a. Well, it's not, a lingerie. Uh, I think it's a lingerie thing. It's a lingerie thing. Uh, Moon, what do you think? I went good for her. Real. Jeff Burton. I went good for her and real as well. King Scott. I went real on this one. I want real as well. And Tony Patrico? Real. All right. Nothing crazy. Nobody's stepping out. Nope. All right, let's see what the locks... Let's see what the locks are all about. The most confident picks. Two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong. King Scott, your lock of the week. Well, I locked in on number two. Real. Eh? Eh? Jeff Burton. I locked in on number two. Real. Oh, man. Come on. Moon, your lock of the week. We're going to be tied again. Number two, real. Oh, good. Tony Patrico locked in at number three. Number three. I thought about that. I did too. And I am locked in at number two. Real. Oh. Four way tie. All right. So Tony's got the only lock. Different, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on Friday. Well, what's happening, folks? Real or fake? That's it. Make your picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cams. Zuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Man, I love our listeners. Always bringing us treats. Yeah, man. So I think we may have talked about these the other day. Yeah, we talked about two different flavors. I think uh, Belgium and Japan and some other. So in Japan, they got these, you know, wacky Oreo flavors. One being hot chicken wing. Hot chicken wing Oreos. And somebody ordered them online. And here they are. Yeah. Uh, Listener uh, Mark. Mark H. And uh, he, he contacted Scott and said, hey, are you guys interested in trying these? I, I ordered some for you, and I can drop them off. And here they are. And sure. Scott, come on in. It's a t- it's like a... <laughs> Grab the Vegemite. Not individually packaged, no, but it's like like a tube with maybe four Oreos packaged. And it just says Oreo, has a bunch of Japanese writing, and has fire on the on the wrapper. There's these no are... way that can be good, right? Yeah. Uh, so these are from, these are from where? Out. From uh, Japan? <laughs> I'll try one. Scott, you going to try one? I just had a donut, which is going to ruin. I hope it tastes like Vegemite. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, by the way, he came home yesterday. He was like, dude, there's Vegemite in my brain. Like, the world tastes like Vegemite. Yeah, somebody went to Australia and got us a uh, Vegemite. This is like, oh, what's tomorrow? Yesterday was Australia. Today is Japan oh, or China. What's tomorrow? Close. Japan. Yeah. Festus. Oh, God. Oh, I love Oreos. This Something smells terrible. Do you want one, too? Yeah, I mean, Come I'll try. on. Oh, yeah, this sure. smells like Vegemite. It yeah. does smell terrible. Ah, oh, it's going to be tough. <laughs> 
And I'm oh, an man. Oreo. That is, <laughs> man, that, that, is, is, that is, not, does not smell great. I'm an Oreo purist too, and this is, is going to destroy me. There's five. There's there were five. New, oh, your new evening habit right here. So it these does, are. It does smell terrible. These are buffalo, like hot wing, and it's they a, came all the way from Japan. So he he wrote it as buffalo chicken Oreos, and in parentheses put hot. Chicken. Johnny's already eaten his. Well, not all the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's not, a he's not yelling. You're not going to dip it in we're, beer? We're feeding into the piglet thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, four in already. What's the deal? Come on, Don. Would you already finish the sleeve? <laughs> I think we're going to try these together. With all the crap and, and fakeness in these things, you could have like made it smell decent. This does not smell good. You know, um, here, here's what this tastes like to me. An Oreo wrapped in a combo, almost. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Whoa. Which I'm, which I'm not, but, but 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 I don't mean that. Uh, I don't right. mean that favorably. Okay. So well, Mark tr- said the, the same thing. Actually, it's the chocolate cookie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's the chocolate Oreo cookie, like your traditional. But the cream filling is like a orange, and it's it's chicken wing. It looks like uh, a buffalo chicken dip. Mm. The inside. Yeah, it's, oh, that is. It looks like a Halloween. Cookie that is garbage. Oh God, no! Nah. <laughs> oh God, no, no more no. Of that. That is a combo. I don't know that I it would say like that. I think it's garbage. It's oh, combo. That is awful. That's a combo. Oh, bleh. That it is definitely tastes horrid. like a combo. And now I got a little heat. There's a little heat. Anybody Jeff, else get a little heat? heat Thoughts? That is horrible. Mm, no, I'll take. I never want to eat that again. I'll take Wait, a normal. D- I don't think you can judge until you burp, and then you get to really taste it. Oh, it's that's a lingering taste too. Oh yeah, that's a dude. That's that's better bad, than Vegemite. That that's is a, terrible. That's a bad combo. Oh, that is a bad taste. Interesting. Well, huh. wow, that's a, that's that quite the thing to say. That's better than Vegemite. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just got the I just got the pretzel and the heat. Yeah, there you I go. tasted pretzel. <laughs> I got you, Donnie. Yeah, it is. You know what? It it tastes like if 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 combos made like a spicy chicken dip or something like that, and it was expired. I think something's oh. going on with me because I, I don't hate these even in the slightest now, and I'm going to finish this, and you look like you're going to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I'm sorry it, about that. It's, it's, the, the taste isn't good, but it's the smell. It's All right, you know what? This brings me. Let's see how, let's see how your tastes compare to everybody else. This brings me to this. We'll get to news after the next break. <clears throat> Man, that is yeah, that's mm, not good. That is disgusting. <laughs> Honestly, a, that's a, the worst. It's in no my drink. teeth, and it, and it tastes It's like, in my teeth, too, no. and I can't get the flavor out. Actually, this is going right to my brain as well. Just joining the Vegemite. <laughs> the whole day, hours, he was just like, that Vegemite was I smelled worst. it everywhere. <laughs> Let's see how, how well you guys do on this. There's only one that you're not going to be able to get, because I've never heard of this place, but uh, the Harris Poll. They're a nationwide customer survey. Uh, they do this, like, they do this nationwide customer survey thing of, of favorite brands. Okay, and they released their 2018 results. So the poll surveyed more than 77,000 customers in the U.S. on more than 3,000 brands to find which companies are the favorites among consumers. So again, 77,000 people polled by the Harris Poll, this nationwide customer survey of the favorite brands. And respondents weighed in on everything from printers to pizza. Let's see how well you do. Best Mexican restaurant. What did the people say? I saw this yesterday. Best Mexican restaurant. And it's just it all encompasses all, all different. And this is 
nationwide. 77,000 people nationwide. Would Does the combo of like Tex-Mex... Is Best that, Mexican restaurant. I'm going to say Chevy's. What's the Nationwide. one that's not? What's the one that's not Chipotle? And I don't. I'm, that's not a shot at Chipotle. But what's Qdoba? The other one? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Wrong if you let me finish, Qdoba is not the correct answer. It's like, well, I didn't get the wrong button. I did good. No. Taco, Taco I don't. Bell. I don't have a clue. It is Taco Bell. No. Yeah. What? That's not Best Mexican restaurant. Taco Bell. Wow. Taco Bell has has seven thousand locations and does nearly two billion dollars in revenue. <laughs> Damn. Gosh. I thought it would either be something a little nicer sit down, or if it wasn't one of those, it was Taco that. Bell. Best burger restaurant. Well, if we're going that route, uh, you can say McDonald's. Uh, In and out. Five guys. Five guys. Five guys is delicious. It is. Really they good. have now uh, fifteen hundred locations. In thirteen countries, you know. You know who the five guys are? No. So in nineteen eighty six, a guy named Jerry. Uh, Jerry and his four sons were the original five guys. Yeah, it was Jerry, Jerry, Paul, Donatello, John, George, and Ringo. All the sons are still with the company, which now employs uh, 15,000 people. Best coffee shop? Starbucks. Tim Hortons. Dunkin' Donuts. Seattle's Isn't best. It. You're on the right path. Nero. Nero? I don't even know what that is. Krispy Kreme. Ah, oh. uh, Krispy. Krispy Kreme. Really? Mm-hmm. Delayed there, buddy. Yeah. Damn Best coffee right. shop. Dunkin' Donuts coffee's better. Oh, they turned so 81 in July. Have locations all over the world. Opened up its uh, 1,000th shop in Kansas City, Kansas, back in 2015. Best chicken restaurant. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A does eight billion dollars in revenue, Ooh. despite having one third of the locations that Taco Bell does. Damn. What? Spicy chicken sandwich is delicious. Chick-fil-A is good. I would eat that right now. You'd never get this best pizza because I've never heard of this. Blaze pizza? Blaze, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna, yeah. That's the Wait, way. isn't that yeah. a new spot? Aren't there some of those opening around here? Are there? I've never is heard of them. The... Is it just B-L-A-Z-E? But they say compared to other food-related brands, Blaze pizza is still in their infancy. They started in 2011. They're in 35 states. Is that the LeBron one? LeBron James invested okay, back in 2012. Yeah. I did have that then. Oh, no, I've seen it. I haven't had it yet. It was here one day. Some other people were eating. Oh, that it was Blaze? Like yeah. It looks like it says St. Peter's. Yeah, I, I, I saw one off of 70 the other when, when I was out there a couple of Apparently weeks ago. Apparently it's good. Yeah. The people like it. Yeah, Moon said it's a blazing. You would never say that, did you? I not, did you never, I've that? never heard of it before. <laughs> this guy's now pinning puns on other people. A best sandwich shop. Subway. Oh, Firehouse. Subway, yes, and it's a tie. Quiznos. Subway, not yes, the one and that would be it. Quiznos I would say Potbelly, but no, it's not Potbelly. Firehouse. No, oh, it's Jimmy John's. Uh, not Jimmy John's. Uh, oh, no, I was thinking. Snarf. Penn Station. No, come on, man. Uh, what do you mean? Come, come on, man. We, on, we man. just named a dozen. Oh, Lion's Choice. No. Well, you said Subway. Panera. Oh. Oh, yeah, St. Louis's own. Darn it. Yeah, we love you. Uh, what, what was the category? Sandwich. Best sandwich shop. Uh, okay. Subway is the biggest restaurant in the world with 43,306 locations worldwide. Damn. And that number puts them 10,000 locations ahead of McDonald's. Panera, originally known as St. Louis Sandwich Bread Bird. Company, is still headquartered here. And the company is also uh, continuously voted the uh, healthiest fast casual restaurant option. Hmm. Uh, best ice cream slash frozen yogurt. 
Pink Fairy. Baskin Robin. Baskin Robin. Froyo. Oh yeah, I didn't think about those. Uh, no, that's not. Cold Pink Berry. Benjamin and Jerry's. That's what. Yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Then I see. You know the original founders uh, sold the company back in 2000, but uh, still going strong. Ben and Jerry's. They still don't have anything to do with like the day to day. No. I thought they did. Hmm. No. Uh, best Bank. Say that again. Best Bank. U.S. Capital One. Okay. <laughs> oh, they did. Best pay cable TV network. Pay cable TV network. Bo. H- huh? HBO. Yes. Game Best full service airline. Best full service airline. Delta. American. Nope. United, I meant. Oh, uh, it's. Um, United. Is it Aer Lingus? <laughs> no, Aer Lingus. <laughs> no. Isn't there an Aer Lingus? <laughs> yeah, in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, BA. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines. Our ho- yeah. yeah. Oh, damn it. Best TV news. You'll never get this. It's the Weather Channel. Weather. Best package delivery service. FedEx. UPS. UPS, yes. Uh, best rental car. Enterprise. St. Louis is on. Best wireless carrier. Verizon. Hey, tell me, Enterprise is a St. Louis company? Yeah. Oh, cool. Best department store. Marshalls. Oh, H&M. No. Oh, Ikea. I meant Target. <laughs> really kind of hard to think when I hear and you guessing dumb things this entire time. Those aren't dumb. Some of those are good. Uh, but every department store, I think, like Macy's is... Jeff loves this place. Burlington, Marshalls, Target, Coles. Walgreens, Coles. Coles. Glad you know what you love. And it. finally, best sporting goods store. Sports Authority. The word we can't say on air. Dicks. Show me dicks. Yeah. <laughs> not now. Not it. now. He meant later. He meant later. Man. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I was just having the one. Okay, thank you. Didn't need to expound on that. The joke was already there, so yeah, you're thank right. you guys. My bad. Drove that right into the ground, you jerks. Riztoberfest is back. Riztoberfest at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden. Join myself and Jeff and King Scott down to the beer garden, 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. First 500 Rizzo listeners who show up will get that Riztoberfest beer stein. I was down there, what was it, last Thursday, I guess it was? It was already a buzz about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, hey, you going to be back Friday? You're going to be back Friday? Yeah, Riztoberfest. about coming back. Oh, this great. Friday, 5 to 8 o'clock at the beer garden. I always love going down there. You know, AB does it right. They do everything right. Sure do. They do it big. They do it right. It's always uh, it's always a production. I love it. Uh, this just hit uh, Twitter from our good buddy Renny Knott from Channel 5. I guess Patrico's uh, story, the story of his weight loss, will be on 6 a.m. next Tuesday, 9-18. So next Tuesday, 6 a.m. on Channel 5. We'll have the inspiring story behind the amazing weight loss by Tony Patrico from The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point and his motivation to keep cutting the pounds. That's nice. a way to go. Nice. 6 a.m.? 
Yeah. So he's competing with us? Oh, I didn't think that. We should probably take the day off. <laughs> Makes sense, right? I mean, give yourselves a oh, break. You know, for, our, for our friend Tony. You guys can get together early. Right. Somebody can get the hummus and yellowtail, oh, and you can be ready yeah. to roll at 6 o'clock. Well, day later drinking. that night, later that night, next Tuesday, myself and Patrico on Channel 2. Boy, oh boy. Beach Shazam. What are we going to do, man? We're just sitting around not being Look on TV. Look at this TV star, Tony Patrico. Well, twice. Two different channels. Damn. That's right. Next Tuesday, 7 p.m., Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's yeah. so big, he's got to be continued on the next channel. Yeah, Moon's music on uh, So You Think You Could Dance. Mm-hmm. You know, last top he, of the world, a he, little montage. Uh, I'm gonna, what are you going to do? I'm going to watch TV. <laughs> I have four of them. <laughs> I have four of them. <laughs> All right, day's not over yet. You want me to be on TV before the day's and over? I'll do it. Once again, I thank Tony Patrico for wearing a Riz Show shirt. Yeah, that was During nice, the Channel yeah. 5 thing. It was yeah, so it was, nice it of him. It was very cool. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, well, he was leaving right after the show to go train as an usher for the Blues games, apparently. <laughs> wait, Moon said it looks like he works at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Stop. Own it. Own it. I did. I slammed him when he was here as, Own it. as a joke, and, Own it. and it hurt him enough. I he walked up to him with a fake blues ticket and said, excuse me, sir, where's my seat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like a blues polo shirt. He, he yeah. enjoyed that one. I said, oh, cool, your second job. All right, nice. <laughs> I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to wear a shirt for my part-time job. Oh, stop. All right, so do some uh, news. What, Moon? I said, oh, stop. All right. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... News is sponsored by uh, Travers RV and Automotive Group. Yeah, right. Not Sorry. Hey, hey. I, I froze, man. I froze. Just Ironically, like in a blues shirt today. Well, the, 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 My suggestion is to Tony, not Tony, to uh, Je- Jeff. Yes, that's Jeff. Right. Is it today, yeah, Jeff? You uh, gain two hundred pounds. Okay. Lose the weight. All right. Have Randy do a story on you, and wear like a beeline shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, your clothing brand. Uh, I haven't done a job interview in a long time. Um, but I, I guess it's a new thing. Uh, if you go for a job interview, they ask you these brain teaser questions. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I remember they were they were doing uh, all sorts of stuff to kind of see about your personality. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like this like this kind of question. Like, all right, so you go on for, for a job and the person interviewing you asks, how many cows are in Canada? What? These are brain teaser questions. These are asked during interviews. Is there an answer? So there's a proper answer? They just no? want to see how you could figure oh, out. Oh, okay, got you. So they just want to see what your, how you can think on your feet, basically. Sure. According to a new study... Brain teaser questions may be used because they give interviewers power and speak to their quote-unquote dark personality traits. Ooh. And this was a study done by a psychology thing. But they spe- is it, it speaks to the dark personality traits of, of the, the interviewer. Of the interviewer. Oh, okay. Hmm. So they were wondering why these interviewers were asking these type of questions. So a bunch of psychologists got together. They gave 736 participants various interview questions and asked if they would consider using them, hiring somebody. Then they completed questionnaires that assessed their personality traits. And researchers found that participants who would consider using brain teaser questions are more narcissistic, more sadistic, less socially competent, 
and believed more strongly in the power of intuition in the hiring process. Hmm. I could see the first two because it almost seems like you're trying to trip the person up. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I've been watching that show, what, Billions? Which is, it's on Showtime. Okay. It's, a good, it's a good show. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Ooh, yeah. I love that guy. Um, so in the firm, I don't think it's giving too much away. Uh, they're interviewing people in this hedge fund. Uh, and they ask these people to, like, so there's a box, like, make a box. You know, like, you'd make a box, like, for packing and stuff like yeah. that? So they, they give you the cardboard, and they go, all right, we're going to give you some time to make this box. And there's no way the box could be put together. They just want to see how oh. they could figure it out or what they would do when they realize there's no way to put together the box. Right. Interesting. So, like, these are some brain teaser questions that could be asked to you if you're going for an interview. I just looked these up online. Moon, let's see what you could do on these. Like, if I was interviewing you, how many streetlights are in, uh, are in New York City? You're a narcissist. Uh, you didn't get the job. <laughs> you are. Thank you. We'll keep your resume on file. <laughs> how many street lamps are in New how York City? How many streetlights are, uh, are there in New York City? I, mean, I don't know the answer, but... Many. How many gas stations are there in the U.S.? Many. These are all questions that have been asked on interviews. Hmm. So then if you're so if you're the interviewee, then you have to kind of work through the process so that you, they can see that you are trying to think through it. And I think I mean, a lot of times they go, okay, uh, how many streetlights are in New York City? Okay, I'll, I'm gonna I'll be back in five minutes. Like the interviewer will say that? The interviewer will leave. Hmm. And see if you like take an engineer's approach to it or a you know, big picture approach to it. Or How many golf balls could fit in a school bus? Um, used to know that. Over a thousand. How? That's that'd be an answer. Yeah. You go you that answer. <laughs> How much should you charge to wash all the windows in Seattle? <laughs> oh, you know what I would say? Four hundred dollars per window. Okay. I wouldn't hire you, but okay. I'd say a million billion dollars. Why are manhole covers Hi. round? Because the hole's round. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You are hired. Thank you, sir. How many times a day does a clock's hands overlap? Wow. Uh, what is the answer to that? I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not counting the second hand. I don't know. I mean, not the second. That's the hand, question. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in five minutes. Hand. These questions will give me a panic attack. <laughs> I would just set it's my just, head down and start I would crying. Too. I would start crying. This, this yeah. is just 24, right? <laughs> I don't want to work. I don't know. <laughs> my brain was not made to decide for this. I don't know. I have a digital clock. <laughs> <laughs> How would you test a calculator? Turn it on. See if it turns on. Hmm. Here's one of my favorite ones. Describe the internet to somebody who just woke up from a 30-year coma. I've heard that one before. Imagine if you could get everything in one place. <laughs> Guys, I know a place. Hey, guy with long beard that's been sleeping for 30 years. I know a place. Hello, Rip Van Winkle. We go get all the porn you want. For free. For free. It's called the internet. They invented it while you were sleeping. It's called the internet. <laughs> and a tear slowly the, call, comes from his... All the porn you want. Die. Can't be true. We're all, uh, all learning that it's slowly killing us. How does my right arm is, I mean, just humongous. I'm a bowler. 
<laughs> How much does the uh, Starbucks and Times Square bring in in annual revenue? Wow. I don't want this job. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Is that okay. the European okay. or the African <laughs> swallow? <laughs> I have the answer to the uh, to the hands on the clock. How many? 22 times a day. 22 times a day. All right. Well, this is back in 2010, so it may have changed. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. European or African swallow? All right. One more. How many golf balls are there in Florida? Oh. And I, I read a story about this last question. It was some guy that tried to figure out, like, how many people are in Florida, how many people play golf, on average, how many golf balls would you bring? And the guy, like, drove himself nuts. <laughs> I think so. Try to answer this question. I, I, mean, I don't even know the answer. Play video games. Have some kind of other hobby other than this. I have the answer. Seeing as 7% of America's golf courses are in Florida, we'll say there are about 210 million golf balls in Florida. There you go. Same answer as the bus. Uh-huh. How many streetlights are there in New York City? Um, you'd have to go square footage and then think about... I bet you that Jeff will find the answer. Can you say it one more time, the question? How many, How many streetlights street are there in New York City? Yeah, that would be the best thing to do if, if, during one of these interviews is just look everything up and then just answer it and go, here you go. I have the internet. I qualify for this job. Hmm. Streetlights Department of Transportation maintains over 250,000 streetlights throughout the, uh, New York City. That's exactly there what I go. said. You're hired. Uh-huh. How many traffic lights are in New York City? Didn't ask that. I'm asking you. Nerd. Maybe I'd like to hire Didn't you. Didn't ask that. How many jobs are doing that, I wonder? Like, uh, I mean, it seems like I'm hearing about this a lot. Uh-huh. And my kiddos haven't hit, like, a career job. No, if you're going for a job yet. at Arby's, they're not asking that. <laughs> but if you're going for, like, a high-level position, maybe at Wells Fargo, those right. are the kind of things that... That yeah. they would ask you. I wonder. Who was my last job interview with? Me. <laughs> it was over the phone. You want to come in and try it? Yeah, all right. See all you right. then. Yeah. yeah, Tommy the boss would have been my... Well, but I don't know that he even interviewed me this last time. He was my last exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> I think we went to the brewery. It was my last three exit interviews, I think. If I do recall, I think we went to the brewery for my interview. Part of it, at least. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. A lot of sense. All right, that's news. Uh, we'll take our final break of the morning, come back and wrap it up. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango staying on. Thank you once again, Donnie, for hanging out. No, great to be here. Thanks for having me. So we covered a lot of ground today. As a matter of fact, uh, so much stuff that, I mean, I felt like I'd run a marathon. You really did. Thanks, man. Sweating. You look great, too, for having run a marathon. I'm sweating. I'm gassy. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we set the real or fake punishment. That is all set in stone. Everybody's agreed. Find all that stuff on the blog at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Yeah, uh, and follow us on the social medias at Riz Show. Uh, we did a, a live viewing of some new Oreos that are out in Japan that were buffalo chicken or hot chicken or something like that. One of us liked it. Uh, that will be up on the Instagram stories at Riz Show. Check out the podcast if you want to hear the new punishment. There's also a, a new drink. That's supposed to put you to sleep in 30 minutes or less. We talked about that. And sorry to bust the myth, but passing gas does not help you burn calories, so you actually have to do things. And older Americans are smoking a lot more pot, apparently. 1057thepoint.com slash. Okay.
Like, good timing on that. And I didn't like I, the I was going to say, flavor. Dottie didn't like it. No, no, I'm just fat, and I just ate the whole thing. I didn't, I, <laughs> you didn't like it for a moment. You, you went back and forth. For a just, second, I, for, for a second I, just, I just don't want to be in the like All right, we open up one. the sleeve of Oreos, okay, and I'm kind of describing it, and I look over, and Dottie's already eating it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right after somebody calls you a pig right. getting a donut right. from, the, from the kitchen. Within the last, like, 15 minutes, actually. Like, <laughs> Spent the rest of the show proving them right. They call you a pig or a piglet? A piglet. No, it's piglet. That's not as bad. What's the difference? I, I feel like piglet feel like is worse. No, piglet is worse because it takes more, it, like, that takes, like, a real thought. Somebody really thought about saying that. Pig can slip out, I think, here and there. Right? She locked yeah. eyes with me and then thought for a half a second. Look at this and, pig. And that's where it went. <laughs> I think it's, either way, it's it's the same. Yeah, I wouldn't take it well. No. <laughs> yeah, you should be crying right now. Either way, it doesn't matter. I am it's like being called a cow or Bessie. <laughs> right? It's the same thing. We know what you're saying. We still don't know who it is. No idea. Nope. That's why I didn't even go in there. I don't want to be judged. So I sent Jeff <laughs> to get me a donut. And then I told him. We had to make an announcement. <laughs> this is for Riz, you jerk. <laughs> I didn't want to be called a piglet. Look what it did to him. <laughs> Crushed him. All right. Uh, that's it. Blog and podcast. That's all good for you. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, events to tell you about uh, Thursday. Big St. Charles Motorsports bike night rescheduled. Starts at 6 o'clock. And then Friday is Riz-toberfest at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden. 5 to 8 o'clock. 500 ratio listeners will get that Riz-Beer stone. Fall free. That's all right. Sweet Anything beer. else? No, that's it, man. That's all I got. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Zach Frazier one more time. From yes, hey! And he wants to hear this right here. And we shall see you tomorrow. Donnie Finagle next. Bye-bye. Woo! All right. The Rizzuto Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. <laughs>